0: Hey everyone and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mailfuzz TV. I am Peter and joining me as always on this Comic-Con weekend is Matt.
1: Yeah, Highway to the Danger Zone.
0: <laughs> I made that Comic-Con reference and the first thing you chose to do was reference a Top Gun 2 trailer that came out this week. At Comic-Con. Was that Comic-Con? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. was it it okay.
1: released on, on Thursday at Comic-Con. Um, I might have listened to the Kenny Loggins song way too many times and now it's banned in the
2: house so Look. well what the, the thing you do about that is put on the Archer
0: country cover
1: I'm done and done let's right, right. Um, we'll see if, if Apple Music
0: has it two things first of all huh. first of all it's never ended Story theme song that I have been overplaying this last few days secondly
1: <laughs> yeah that original's not good
0: <laughs> Who said it was the original? I don't want to spoil it, but let's just say it's on a soundtrack with the the new version. Also, I actually feel quite like the original song. I I, I will I will actually yeah, stand I'm up not for not it. Fan. Uh, point number two. Of the trailers released this week, the notable one is easily that goddamn nightmare-fuel-inducing Cats trailer. Right.
1: Well, that's only because it's been deemed a horror movie by horror legend Tim <laughs> Morghulish, and now you have to review it on Screams. The so worst well,
2: part it? about that trailer is I keep watching it every so often just just to see if it's gotten any better and it's no. still nightmarish. The, the worst part is the lady at work watched the trailer and goes, that doesn't look half bad.
1: <laughs> and I said, you're right, because it looks all bad. I
0: don't know. What is it? Between that, Sonic, and I'm sure there was something else earlier in the year that made us all go, e with visual effects. I don't remember what it was, but I feel there's been a few big examples this year of the trailers coming out and us going like, Ugh. Sonic was the, the other big one for sure, but there was another. I think I'm sure it was is one of the year. Sonic. Oh boy! This All is right, worse than Sonic. So
1: that, Ar- that Archer cover is on Apple Music, so I know what I'm downloading later.
2: Oh, it's so good!
0: All right, excellent, excellent stuff. Oh, Connors here as well, by the way. Just... Oh yeah, yeah, we didn't get to that. We yeah. we sidetracked already. A...
1: <laughs> what did we get? We got a we got a Ed Chapter Two trailer dropped on Thursday. I haven't
0: watched that yet, but yeah.
1: We got yeah. we got Top Gun, we
2: got uh, Cats.
0: The Witcher's uh, trailer for the Netflix yeah, the Witcher, show that came out. Which AKA my
2: wife goes. Game, Flo- Game of Thrones Netflix edition.
1: Yeah. Uh, just... My wife watching and goes, wow, Henry Cavill doesn't look bad with gray hair. And I went, yeah, it's because it's impossible for that man to look bad. Yeah, yeah I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah right? Uh, uh... And there's another trailer that dropped on Thursday. There was four. Oh, Jay and Silent Bob, which just. Uh, that's not a Pizza alley, but. Mm. It's think...
2: it like Jay and Silent Bob.
1: Yeah. I, my main complaint was. She's got to put his daughter in everything. And a friend pointed out, "Oh, it's only the you know third movie of his. She's he's been, she's been in. But
0: yes, it's too too many." Oh dear, oh dear. Matt's yeah. got the salt. Matt's got the salt. She's probably not yeah, in it just that
2: much the... though. She's like like everyone else has got like okay. There's the one scene with this person yeah. by the by the sounds of it. So she's yeah. probably well, got the I, one scene. If with I didn't
1: her. know it was his daughter, it, I think it'd be different. But it's not like you know Spielberg putting his kids and everything. You know what I mean? Like there's a. Or, or Scorsese. I don't even know if he has kids, but I'm sure he does. I'm sure, he has grandkids by right now.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he's got grandkids, but <laughs> yeah. dudes look seventy. Um, yeah. so yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's SDCC this weekend. Um, and because of that, we have a bunch of news to open the show with. We will check again at the end of the show and see if anything's broken because there are panels going on all day. Uh, um,
2: so- we're expecting at least one book announced sometime today.
0: Sure, may not be during the show though, so no. don't, don't necessarily
2: look for it. No, um the the King and Gerard's new you know twelve issue maxi? Uh, he was teasing yesterday that uh, if they did well at the Eisners, they would be allowed to announce it, and they th- won a bunch. So, yeah, we can expect that. Yeah.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, but well, we have news. Uh, we have some random things at the end as well. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, should liven up this otherwise very quiet week for books because the books we're talking about today, because this is a DC Comics point, if I haven't mentioned that yet, it's a DC Comics show where we talk talking about DC Comics every week. And the books we're going to be talking about this week are Jimmy Olsen issue 1, Batman 75, Justice League 28, and Aquaman 50. That is four new books we'll be talking about. Uh, we also have some Patreon picks that me and Connor will be doing. Uh, Connor will be talking about Red Hood Outlaw 34, and I'll be talking about X-Men number 5, uh, just X Men number five. I don't. I feel like I don't say enough about that. It, it feels so simple because it's from the sixties. Um, uh, uh, I'll explain that more when we get to them.
1: Versus now, when it's X Men volume eight, number five, because they've rebooted, not or not rebooted, but yeah, re, uh, yeah either
0: that or it's like X Men House of X, recommissioned, yeah. unhinged. Ugh. I'm gonna need
1: someone on Twitter to explain to me what Hickman's going on about, about alternate
2: reality or parallel whatever. How about we just pretend it doesn't exist and I can be happier?
1: But I can't do that, Connor, because anytime a new X-Men thing comes out, I'm drawn back in for at least an issue. Um, so,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, you poor bastard.
1: I, I can't help it.
0: Absolute madness. Uh, but before we get to anything else, before we get to else, we have something very important to do sales figures. Oh fudge. June's sales so, figures. On. You're oh.
2: telling me we've been robbed of having solicits this week because we're we're overdue solicits. Right. Well,
0: clearly, clearly they're waiting for all the Comic-Con announcements to be done before they do solicits. Well, if anyone needs me,
1: I'll be drinking my
2: coffee. We've been robbed of those and you're giving us sales figures instead.
0: Is Matt drinking coffee through a straw? What What is happening right now?
2: I always drink coffee through a straw. That's how Duncan gives it to me. I I assume this is iced coffee.
0: Yeah, that's the only
2: way
1: I drink coffee.
0: <laughs> I'll be drinking my coffee and then shrog is in the mouth. I just I don't know. It just it's not a visual I expect but someone it, says it's a nice uh,
1: coconut, less cream uh, out of espresso shot. It's quite rich. Good.
2: That sounds terrible.
1: No. You're not one of these people that doesn't like coconut, are you, Connor? Yep. Oh, oh,
0: he is. Ah, you're the worst. For the record, Matt, I love coconut. I just don't like coffee. <laughs> no, that's fine.
1: I mean, but coconut is...
0: Coconut's lovely. I yeah.
1: it's terrible. One of my teachers in high school told me that you could love off of coconut and rice because they both have the nutrients you need. And I tried that for two days <laughs> before I decided <laughs> Before I decided to screw this. I'm going to Taco Bell. Um, yeah. Mm. Coconut's great. Good old, uh, you guys got that bounty bar. Oh, yeah. Over there. Oh,
2: don't. So oh, good.
1: Bounties
0: are good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Bounty, yeah. bounty is, is a is a chocolate that splits the nation. Genuinely. Yeah. You get the, yeah. You know, you get Christmas, you get the tubs it's... with the, the mix of yeah. different things in. The bounty is always left over because there it's... are enough people that hate it.
1: It's different than a mounds that we have here because the chocolate's a little bit better and the coconut sound is sweet. So it hits this balance. <clears throat> Um, I might have bought quite a few when I was at
0: Epcot uh, from the UK pavilion. Oh yeah, They're quite good. But no, berries are great. I love. It. I enjoy a snowball uh, with the coconut oh, coating. I can't. I can't
1: get through that one just because of the cause like the texture of it. It's weird. Sure. It's like a marshmallowy
0: coconut. Oh no, no 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 Your snowballs is no? different from our snowballs. Ah. Oh, uh, okay. Imagine, imagine a like a circular circular cake covering coconut. Uh-huh. That's, that's what a snowball is here.
1: Yeah, so our, our snowballs here have a little bit of like a marshmallowy kind yeah.
0: of that keeps
1: it on the cake. And and we're, I, I unless we're through. talking
0: about the prepackaged tonnix ones, in which case they are little yeah. marshmallowy things, but they're little, little yeah. small things. Yours is probably better. I'll give you that. I, I'm talking about these big ones you get at the bakers that are yeah. cakes.
1: <laughs> gotcha. Those are probably good.
0: With a bit of cream in the middle. Because there's always like two halves that are kind of glued together with cream.
2: Mm. Yeah, those are different. That's
0: pretty much every cake in the UK. Well, okay, sure, but yeah, but most cakes are layers glued together with cream. This is like two half circles or half spheres glued together with cream. So it's a ball. That sounds
1: delicious. I I need to get me one of those. (laughs) I'm gonna add that to the to Iron Brew of things I need to look for that we probably don't
0: have. Do this, Iron Brew. Uh, Seriously, using cream as an adhesive for food is like the greatest thing ever. It just, Mm? it's the best. Anyway. Sales figures, June sales figures. God, I thought it
2: worked. <laughs> we, we were so close. Coming. You
0: know. And I'm going to ask at least one guess for number one for June 2019. And I don't Almost think you're going 19. to get it. I will be shocked if you remember this even exists, or if you ever knew it existed. <laughs> so that must mean it's a Marvel book. It is a Marvel book. It is a number one. And to set this up, I'm going to tell you how many it sold. According to these diamond figures, it it's sold 255,000 copies. I'm calling bullshit on this. It's the number one? It's the number one. How
2: many variant covers did it have?
0: I have a no lot. idea.
2: Even, it's, a, yeah. it's a Venom book, isn't it? It's not Venom. No. Oh. oh! Shoot, I don't know. I don't pay attention to Marvel that much. Is it that
0: Arrow one? No, 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 it's, um, I'll, I'll, I'll target you towards Spider-Man. It's not a Spider-Man book specifically, but I'll target you in the direction of Spider-Man. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's not Carnage. Carnage isn't out yet. Is it Carnage? No. Yeah.
0: All right, I'll put you out your misery. It is Black Cat number one. Oh, jeez.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I was never
0: good that. Yeah. No.
2: Yeah. I did that sell over a quarter of a million. I
0: know, I know. I, I don't believe it for a second. Um, and a I, I believe book. it
1: did just so people could get the variants because I think there was a high number count to get the Campbell variant.
0: Well, yeah, but here's the thing, though. Like, I mean, uh, what, what's, what's his face? Uh, Takashi, sir, Takashi. Uh, <laughs> he, he was claiming that... Um, that, you know, he was hyping up Marvel 1000 before we knew what it was, is the book that's going to sell a million copies again. And it's been so under-ordered, I, I can't wait for what the figures are. Even they're, even the bullshit figures that are inflated by variants and shit, I feel like it's still going to have to be under that million figure, and I'm looking forward to it. But... Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I know, uh, like, like just to, to compare with that, because that, they're not returnable. Uh, Marvel don't do returnable copies. I Unless it's
1: uh, uh Invisible Woman 1.
2: Or did they, they do it, they said, did they do that returnable? I I think so. Cuz that is rare from them. Usually they yeah. don't. I know there's a couple of comics coming up that DC have gone. Yeah, okay, these are returnable. Um and it was like based on reasonable numbers, it was like okay, if you order 75% of what you ordered for Young Justice 3, as long as you ordered that much, we'll we'll make it fully returnable if they don't sell. Um which seems pretty reasonable. Uh, I, I can't remember the exact box. Obviously, it was a couple of smaller ones that are coming yeah. up. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it's fairly reasonable if it's returnable because it means you know there's not as much of a risk. The the, <laughs> yeah. the, the only issue there is just the, the hassle of having to actually return them. <laughs> but yeah, you that, have,
2: you have to put the more money on the line to start with, but if it works out, great. If not, well, you
0: just got to return it and get your money back, right? Yeah. Uh, number two is in fact a DC book, though. Um, and this actually did quite well. I, I I don't I don't remember what issue one did, but uh, deceased issue two with one hundred and fifty two thousand is pretty nifty. Um, that is pretty good. Yeah, can't complain about that. Uh, number three is another Marvel number one, which apparently did one hundred and twenty nine thousand copies. If anyone wants to crack a guess,
2: another Marvel issue one. Yep. I would never
0: this. Is it, got is this. it an X Men book? Nope. No. Can you, can you narrow it down for us a little bit? Is a cosmic character.
2: Gamora. Nope. nope. Nova. Nope. Drax. Thanos.
0: Had a really hard Nintendo game back in the back in the day. <laughs> I don't know enough about the character to give you any guesses. I just know it was a Nintendo game that was impossible to play. <laughs> It's not ET. <laughs> that
1: was Atari. I know. Don't don't roast me. I know that was Atari. It's a fine <laughs> joke,
0: Matt. It was a fine joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get this one. Are what are
2: the
1: game? Yeah, I'm the-
2: thinking that's like
0: Silver Surfer.
2: There you go, Matt. I guess Boom!
0: Nailed it. Silver Surfer, Black Issue One.
2: To be f- that was actually really good. That was that was a uh, uh, Donny Cates book.
0: Oh, was it? Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, I had a hard. It, there was a Silver Surfer Nintendo game, and it was impossibly hard. Um, the next the next clue was going to be somehow try to get surfing without it making it yeah. obvious it was surfing, but.
1: I just remember yeah, that
0: good coming luck out. That. <laughs> and number four was Batman Damned, issue three with 115,000, which shows that. You I know, didn't
2: even realize that had come out yet. Yeah, even
0: with all the delays, you know, big Batman still, book still sells.
2: That's, that's a thing.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, number five is Batman Who Laughs, number six, with 98,000. So, that many Man. did very well, clearly. Number six is Amazing Spider-Man, number 24, with 89,000. Number seven is Immortal Hulk 19, with 88,000. I have to say, I'm actually quite happy Immortal Hulk seems to have went up yep. in the charts. I don't yeah, quite understand what's going crazy. on in that book,
1: but I like it. <laughs> it's
2: got you such know what I mean? uh, style, and it's... it's... Mm-hmm. Keeping people around and it's getting new readers, which yeah, you know, it doesn't usually
0: happen when you're in your 20 you know, ish issues, yeah. So
1: it's
0: mm-hmm. impressive. Uh, number eight is Walking Dead 192. Is that the second last issue? Yeah, last yeah. yeah, but 193 was the last, yeah, but 85. 30. It's so weird, they didn't just go to 200, right? Like, just, just go to 200, nice round 200 issues. But again, it
1: was Kirkman it's... saying the element of surprise. Yeah, it's so, too uh...
2: predictable, isn't it? Like, people would have gone, oh, 200. Shops would have over-ordered 200 anyway, because mm-hmm. it would be a. Uh, well, yeah, because they were. Already... Anniversary issue.
1: They were already seeing an uptick as it got closer to 200.
0: Mm. So. Yeah. Mm. So that started in like 2004, so that's a hell of a run. Kirkman spent, you know, a decade and a half of his life on that book. Um... Mm. Alright, number 9 is Batman 73, number 10 is Batman 72, with 81 and 80,000, uh, respectively. Uh, so, interesting to see how... I mean, obviously, it's still very high in the charts, but it's interesting to see how Batman by King has kind of dwindled a bit over the last year. Yeah. Into the 80, I thousands. can't imagine why. <laughs> More on that later. Uh, number 11 is very notable, actually. So, DC number 1 at number 11. With 80,000. Shit. So, see how much
1: I pay attention to numbering.
0: <laughs> and we do try almost all dc number ones yeah on the show but here's a hint we didn't try this oh. one uh superman year one yeah <laughs> the highest so ranking the highest ranking superman book on the chart <laughs> superman Year i'm one. not not surprised though are you because one no. is a
2: year one and you know just... higher price point it just you makes know. sense that retailers would have ordered that book yeah. because it's the sort of thing that a lot of you know, you know more casual fans who maybe don't check into a shop every week mm-hmm. might go, oh, I'll try
0: that. Uh, number 12 is Spider-Man 23. Number 13 is an LDC number one with 74,000. Did we try this one? We did. Did I try this one? You did not. <laughs> is it a Bendis book? It is a Bendis book. <laughs> Only a couple
1: of things that he had number
0: one. Exactly. So. A rubber,
1: don't we? Oh.
2: Huh. Yeah. I <laughs> bet
0: Yes. I bet Leviathan, number one, number 13. So that yep. didn't
2: even crack into the top ten?
0: It did not. Oh. It did not. It was sold, um, you know, by a good chunk, I think. I don't even think his oh. first Superman or action did this Here's much.
1: the thing. If I'm looking at at DC sales, they're all pretty consistent, right? They're not. They don't have the peaks and valleys that Marvel does.
2: No, I just I would have. Um, so if if I were them, I'd be hoping the you know the event book would crack the top ten. But it's least. not so an I'm event.
1: Sure. That's the whole thing. I feel like. <sighs> i think it's, it, it's, a, it's a story
0: it, it's oddly more low-key I, I honestly think deceased at the same time which is doing much better has been way more marketed i think the fact that you've got Year of the villain going on right now which is yep. getting heavily marketed i think i think all, having three big things that have got big names and banners attached to them mm-hmm. almost kind of like some make them suffer a little bit at least some of them suffer a little bit because of that
2: yeah that's probably true
0: uh so there's some some marvel books get a war of realms and Uh, Detective Comics, both issues were 17 and 18 Uh, was 18 the first one we didn't read I can't remember, I don't know what number we stopped at oh sorry, 1006 not 18, (laughs) I was looking at the chart numbers Um, so that's the thing Uh, Justice League 25, which was the bit oversized anniversary issue, was at number 20 with 57,000 the next issue was at 23 with 52,000 so not much of a difference between them um so yeah, I'll stop sort of going down that, uh but just to give Matt some peace of mind. Superman was number twenty seven mm-hmm. with forty seven thousand, Action Comics was number thirty two with forty three thousand. So okay. not much between them, uh in terms of in terms of overall sales. Yeah. Um Flash seems to be just starting to dip under forty thousand, uh, because the second issue of the month went under forty. Just only just, but Yeah. Um well I do think we're making an impact in that. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. All of our negativity, activity, sure. <laughs> it's not impossible. That's not impossible, no. Um, so, yeah, Wonder Woman's quite far down the list these days. Numbers 55 and 58, uh, respectively. Wonder Woman's never a huge seller, though, is it? It, de- it definitely did better when Rucka
2: was on at the start of Rebirth, though, right? I mean, I know I mean- did better, but... Probably, but I mean Rook has a
0: huge name in his own right, though. Yeah, that's a uh, thirty-two and thirty-one thousand respectively on those. Um, yeah, and I, I mean once we get to twenties, a lot of the other books show up uh, that you're expecting. Um yeah. Although, just just one point: Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man deserves more than twenty-three thousand. Okay. <laughs> People buy Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. It's better. Yeah, it is pretty damn good. And why is it better? Sorry, I have a food delivery. <laughs> because. Of, on a break. It's because of this. Ugh. Tom Taylor. Um, I was just giving Tom Taylor's jingle, Matt. Don't worry. It's... No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> oh dear. Um, uh, so there you go. That's pretty much the sales for the month. Uh, this is if the particular book you'd like me to check. No, let's have a serious think uh, about it.
1: Where's Where's Naomi coming in at?
0: That's an excellent question, actually. Where's another yeah. coming in? I'll get my Control F out. This. Naomi issue 5 came in at number 246 with 5,108 copies.
1: Okay. I mean, it feels going to sell better in trade, though. I feel that's where that book's going. Now that 6 came
0: out, and. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not too worried about the sales. Well, I'm not too worried about it because it seems to be plenty of other things that are happening in D.C. and I think Bendis has got enough pull with all his other books that they're just going to let him do it, Um, but yeah, not selling like gangbusters, certainly. Uh, So there you go, that is the sales figures for the month of June and of course you can look forward to the July sales figures around this time next month, either week 2 or 3 depending on when they they happen to drop. Exciting. yeah. well, that's the only reason why they could probably delay the solicits this month, actually, because it's a five-week month. They've technically an extra week.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it's it feels a little bit late because we usually got them on the Monday before the before the third Wednesday, now now we've been getting them the Friday, you know, after the second Wednesday. So to uh, to our show, that's an extra week earlier. So now it feels like we're a, an extra week late, the, even though. Like, you know, before a couple of months
0: ago, is that we're only one week late now. Yeah, but between it, but a bit of five-week month between the wanting to clearly wait for Comic-Con announcements, um, it just makes sense, but obviously, yeah. it, it does feel super d- late. D- didn't stop them announcing a ton of books over the last three weeks anyway, did it? No, I've got news here. Let's, let's get crack at the news. First things first, just a bit of clarification here. Yeah, they, they did the whole thing, really. Oh, we've only got three different divisions now. We've got three imprints at DC, we've got DC... We got dc black label we got dc kids um well they've added a fourth technically and all it really is is just to make it easier to define because because we were saying well does kids cover all the, the zoom and Ink stuff well now we have dc graphic novels for uh, young ad- young adults uh as opposed to dc graphic novels for, for kids so now um, it's kind of split in two so they have got four now
2: I, I think it makes more sense i think no
0: young teenager wants to you know read something labeled kids they just don't if anything was just silly didn't do this in the first place like why did they not think of this that this was going to be an issue (laughs) yeah well I think before they were planning on just putting
2: them under the DC label because that's what we got at the the publishing panel we got last month but I guess someone went you know what let's just separate it again
0: yeah Um, this is better than DC Ink and uh, Zoink though so you know (laughs) Zoink it was oink. it was oink. As far as yeah, I made okay. that joke, Matt, I like I I I fluffed that a little bit, but you know what? It worked. You got what I meant. Ready we <laughs> for it? Um, Shazam! She says we pushed back again. I'm shocked. This is the third week in a row. It says ten weeks, but it's not in all ten weeks. It's just ten weeks in total now. So I don't know. So it's another one week from what it was last. Week. Is that is that right? Was it was nine weeks yeah. last time. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's now August twenty-first that's scheduled for. Um, so, which honestly, it's not that bad, but in the sense that um, every time I keep I read these headlines, I'm like, oh my god, it must be ages away. But because already all these delays have already happened, we're already at halfway through all the delays, so it's actually only yeah. another. weeks. I mean, and uh, what I thought was
2: interesting about this one is they pushed back eight and nine, but not ten. Whereas last time they did push back ten.
1: Right.
2: So eight and nine like, also pushed back a week compared to what they said last week. So September fourth and September eighteenth. But they didn't push back 10, which is currently scheduled for September 25th. So that'll need an extra delay later down the line.
0: It probably does. Although part of me, just for the insanity of it, wants to believe that we'll get three issues of Sazam in one month. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go we'll go two without and then we'll get one in August and then we'll get three in one month in September. That'll be hilarious if it happens. It won't, but it'll be hilarious when, if it does. When was the last
2: issue? It feels like a while now.
0: Or is, is it just me? Yeah, it's not. I feel like feel it's, it's been that long.
2: I mean, longer than it should have been. You know what it, mean? it feels like it's been a while, but maybe it's just because it's been so inconsistent anyway. Because I think
0: it, I, I want to say it was like week one last month.
2: Was the last issue six?
0: Six, yeah. It was because we got uh, that, and um,
2: that came out on the fifth of June. So yeah. Yeah,
0: because it came out the same day as another uh, John's book. Because uh, I remember joking about getting two John's books in the same day. Ah. Uh.
2: So, um, we've been about six weeks since that issue now, which isn't unreasonable. I think it only feels longer because I'm used to it every four weeks with DC and five every so often.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, speaking of delays, Batman Superman issue one's been pushed back two weeks. Um, so, that was going to... That out...
1: something to do with, with Batman Who Laughs.
0: Yeah, maybe. Uh, it was back to out on August 14th. It's now coming August 28th. So, it went from a week two to a week four, which honestly is probably better for us. <laughs> No, yeah, what well, what I thought was interesting is uh, the second issue was
2: always solicited for September twenty fifth, which is a week four. So I feel like they just changed their mind after the first solicitor and went, no, we want this on week four, and then they've
0: gone, well, let's just move the first one. Uh, very possibly, and then last up on delays uh surprising no one doomsday clock 11 has slipped slightly once again um i think it's one one other week uh it's now yep. on september 4th so it's just sneaked into september
2: so now even if it stays on schedule like okay it hits that and 12 is the, the two months after we're hitting two years
0: this has been obvious for a couple of months now. You don't have to make a point of showing that you're I right do. again every I time. Do. I actually, do you know what? I hope the last issue gets delayed on one, month just so that you're wrong and it comes I said out in December. So no, fine. no, 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 no. You said two years exactly. We, 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 it'll be out in December. It'll be two years, one month. All right. That's my guess now. Okay.
2: Uh, just on the opposite of delays, we got something kind of brought forward by a couple of weeks. Uh, I don't know if you saw this one. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It was a uh, Titans Burning Rage, which is one of, I, I believe that's uh, some of the, you know, the 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 Walmart that, reprints. Uh-huh. Uh That's been brought forward to August fourteenth. It was going to be two
0: weeks later. So, oh, so it's, it's swapped with Batman Superman. They've swapped pretty Batman much and the schedule. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Obviously, that's ready because it's all been printed before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they can move that to whatever they want. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. There you go. Means it
2: doesn't actually make our week two any lighter. Only if we read it. Well, well yeah, yeah, I'm not reading those right now. So
0: Fair enough. So it's not like any of us read the Wonder Woman one this week.
2: I wouldn't have if I'd had time.
0: I was going to then remember who, who wrote it, and then I went, oh, never yeah. mind then.
2: Yeah.
0: In my life easier. Terrible person. In my life easier. Uh, so, on to right, some actual big news then. Uh, we have a new Birds of Prey series launching which, which will star Harley Quinn so we've got some movie synergy here. And, and no babs and no Babs. Uh, But basically, I mean, this is not quite Lobdell's writing Wally West monkey's paw, but this is still very much a monkey's paw situation. It's like, we've been wanting a good Birds of Prey book. Here's a Birds of Prey book without Barbara Gordon and starring Harley Quinn. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so. But the the team attached, because writing, we have Brian Azzarello and on art, we have Emanuella Lupicino.
1: Yep. So Done and done. So, Sure, no babs. I'm fine with this. And if and if Harley's there, Ivy will probably be there. So I get Lou Pacino drawing, Ivy. She'll so. definitely
2: show up at some point. Yeah. 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 Uh, Huntress is going to be obviously with with uh, Black Canary. We we should mention yeah. that they were there. I don't think we did. They're they're the trio.
0: I'm um, I'm lukewarm on this. Like,
2: Montoya's got a supporting role in the story, and this is a Harley post Suicide Squad stuff, so she's that version of Harley, I guess.
0: Yeah, I'm lukewarm in this for now. I'll see how it goes. Uh, obviously, I'll try it when it comes out. Uh, the art will be great, I have no doubt of that. But Yeah, and um, Azarello is a
2: pretty damn good writer for the most part, so I, I'm pretty excited um, by this one. I
0: don't know if Maybe. I want Azarello Birds of Prey, though. I, I think Azarello works better on certain things. It, well, this, this is going to be really gritty. I,
2: I don't know if I've ever seen Azarello do a book like this. That's no. Kind of I mean,
1: well, you look, you look where he came from
2: with like hundred bullets. Yeah, all the the, the dark it. crime stuff.
1: Yeah, and now you put him in Gotham. Uh, sure, but you
2: put Lupicino so, with it, which is uh, inherently lighter and mm-hmm. uh, in tone, and and you got Harley on there. This it's totally different to what I'd expect from right. Azarello. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. I remember thinking the
1: same when he took Wonder Woman at the new Two, and that ended up being one of my favorite runs. So yeah.
0: Hmm. Yeah, um, we'll see. I don't. I'm not like super over the moon about it. Uh, I'm kind of like, okay, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I'm just. I don't know I got... as soon as we saw this news, me and Matt
2: were like, "Yeah, this is great," and we were like, "Yeah, Pete's gonna just, just Pete.
0: No babs, no deal." I mean, I, I mean, I mean, as far as his Wonder Woman goes, I never finished that run. I read like the first trade. What the hell is wrong with you? Oh, it's really good. I don't know. I was, I was only okay on it. I, I wasn't like super excited about it. Um, sorry, I'm sorry if that disappoints people. All right, let's talk about another Batman book. Uh, Warren Ellis I'm and not, Brian Hitch are reuniting for a 12 issue maxi series called *The Batman's Grave*, which will start on October 9th. There's a lot of new books coming in October because we had like a whole like we had like four new books last week for October. Yeah, uh, *The Batman's Grave* will be about life and death and the questions most are too afraid to ask, according to the publisher. The team that brought us the authority will turn their talents towards the world's greatest detective whose current case forces him to inhabit the mind of a murder victim with a half-eaten face without filling the empty grave next to those of his parents. Inhabiting the mind of a murder victim. Yep. Any thoughts on that That premise? P- pretty out. I'll, I'll read the first. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll try it. <laughs> I'll
2: try it if I'm not too busy that week. I'm usually, I'm not a big fan of, of Ellis.
0: Uh, Joe, sure I've mentioned this before. I've barely tried any Ellis. I read that first issue of the new Whale Storm when it came out, and I actually liked it a lot. I just didn't have the mm-hmm. schedule to incorporate I've it
2: into my... i tried a, a quite a bit from him. Even things like, like his Bond book, which people love, and oh, I'm a big Bond fan, but I just, mm, I couldn't. It.
0: Yeah, I'll never try that one because Bond sucks. But, um, <laughs> but <laughs> I've been interested in a lot of his other stuff uh, and just never gotten around to trying it, like the Authority, like um, you know a lot of his other vertigo, vertigo and whatever stuff. So, um, intrigued, intrigued. Um, yeah. So Brian Hitch is on the art, um, which. I don't typically get to say, but admittedly, this page of Alfred walking down from Wayne Manor looks quite nice. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> his uh, his stuff on Hawkman was excellent. Yeah, I mean, he's he's he, ever since the start of Rebirth, he seems to be on kind of an upward trend where he's kind of maybe honed in his skills a little bit. And...
2: Yeah, I I think his uh, his stuff on Justice League was rough. not even just the the, the writing, obviously, was up. I don't think his art was that spectacular on that.
0: No, I'm thinking I'm thinking his stuff in Batman when he switched out to Batman. Um, it was surprisingly decent.
2: When do we have Hitch on Batman? Don't have Hitch on Batman. No, you're oh, thinking
0: Finch. I'm thinking of Finch. You're right.
1: You, you did. You did what
2: I do.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking of Finch. <laughs> <laughs> in that case, so <laughs> so in that case, in that case, I have no no comments on them that are positive. It, it, but you like Hotman, it, it, so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it, it's Brian Hitch and David,
0: David Finch. David Finch. Yes. Yeah. Not to be cu- confused with David Fincher, who I like a lot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was so confused i was like what the hell was he on batman <laughs> i think that was this, a fair this, mistake quite frankly
1: the seven your favorite fincher movie
0: seven the, yeah <laughs> so i know you're not a fight club guy no um it may be seven it may be it's, uh, seven gone girl mm-hmm. yeah definitely not benjamin button i'm not super keen on that nah the, the one part of that I like is the, the car
1: accident scene.
0: That's I, like a short film within film. I actually really like Panic Room. Panic Room Par, does not have enough yeah. love. I like Panic Room a lot.
1: That, that's how I feel about Zodiac. Zodiac's my favorite Fincher movie. Mm. And I need to go watch Hunter, but I don't mm. have the time.
0: It's so. good. Season two is hitting yep. in a few weeks, Matt. A bit. I know. I know. And good Manson's... thing it's on
1: Netflix and it never goes away.
0: That's true. Manson's going to be in season two, though. So I
1: know. I Manson there, you're getting in upon time in Hollywood.
0: It's mm-hmm. you know uh-huh. it's almost uh, as
1: if fifty years has passed since that happened.
0: <laughs> uh next book announced with an R twelve issue Maxi series, this is Metal Man. Uh Me- Metal Man or Metal Men? It's no, it's Metal b- Man. man. Oh, is it called? I, I thought was, well Metal Man's the, the focus of it though. There's a new character called Metal Man. This is a thing. Okay. I'm not, I'm not being silly here. Like, I, there's a reason why I was thinking it was Metal no, Man.
2: No, no, uh, That's fine. I'm just, just yeah. double-checking, but Metal Man is bolded multiple times. Yeah, so, yeah that's, that's, I that's, I the, that's actually
0: that's the title. Um, so, yeah, okay, Metal Man. Um, so we have uh, Dan Didio writing, uh, and the artist is Shane Davis. Um, so, obviously, this is the characters with the Nth Metal. Yeah. Um, There's a nice synopsis in here that I can read. It's all interview-esque stuff. With the new series, we explore the essence of what makes the Metal Men human by having them caught between Doc Magnus, the man who created them, and the newly introduced the Nth Metal Man. Uh, That's what I was thinking of. Uh, The being that gave them life. What I'm enjoying most about this book is the chance to stay true to all existing stories while building out their mythology and exciting new directions. So... Yeah, Metal Men.
2: I'm down. I actually, uh, I think Didio did the, uh, the Metal Men stuff in Wednesday comics, and I really enjoyed mm-hmm. that story. Hmm. So, yeah, I'm down for
0: this. Yeah. Um, Metal Men's one of those things where, like, obviously, you know, they're in 52, but, you know, they've popped up here or there. Um, it's not like a, a section of DC that I've explored heavily. Um, you know, I-, I can definitely say with certainty I've never read a Metal Men, like, comic. Like... Yeah, I think that Wednesday
2: comics kind of story that that, that was in yeah. there that, that was is the most I've had is a, a direct metal Man
1: There was a comic. backup in something that was done by Um Maguire and uh, who's the writer? Uh, they did it, I can't believe it's not the Justice League. Giffen.
0: Giffin.
2: Um
1: yes. I forget what it was in, but it was really good.
2: So like a Saturday morning so cartoon. It was probably very enjoyable
1: and funny yeah and it was light and funny and they introduced platinum and she's kind of like the accountant of the group um so and that threw off the whole dynamic
0: mm. so it's pretty oh, good sounds cool all right uh so that's coming october 16th so that's week three yes week three <laughs> Just did, a bit of quick, is, yeah. just did a bit of quick uh, multiples of seven math in my head. Um, so, there you go. Uh, that's that. Uh, there's an art, You Are the Villain one shot. Black Adam, You Are the Villain issue one. Uh, Paul Jenkins writing with Anaki Miranda on the art. Uh, and Apex Lex will. Uh, and Black Adam will face off against the Batman who laughs infected Shazam. So yeah mm. this has been out of the batman superman stuff yeah. where we where we know shazam was one of those that was uh the... infected yeah, yeah yeah so this is a, an oversized uh 499 one shot uh, it's coming on the 23rd of october so that's on the week four we busy in october week four is full mm. of books. Mm-hmm. Full of books um we'll see which ones we we get in and the last announcement of books here uh d- depending on your, your perspective maybe the biggest uh of the bunch is essentially DC launching something of their own "what if" uh, kind of brand, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that. Uh, it's called Tales from the Dark Multiverse, and we're getting kind of different versions of uh, famous events. But in, in this case, we're getting Death of Superman and Nightfall. Um, but they've got more planned. Yeah, they've got a uh, Blackest Night, Infinite Crisis, and Judas Contract confirmed for like future versions of this. Um, so, Tales from the Dark Multiverse Batman Nightfall issue one uh, is co-written by Scott Snyder and Kyle Higgins. Uh, but we also about Higgins on a DC thing, right? Like it's, I can't remember the last It's day. been uh, a long yeah.
2: time. I don't think it's done anything since during the New 52, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, oh no, well, no, no. we had uh, Nightwing New Order.
0: Oh, there you but go, we had that Pete many.
2: didn't remember Starfire so it
0: never happened. It yeah. <laughs> 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 did never happen. You're right. Uh, art by uh, Javier Fernandez on that. Uh, covered by Lee Weeks uh, this one shot takes place in Gotham City 30 years after broken a broken Bruce Wayne failed to take back the mantle of the bat In his place arose Jean-Paul Valley, known as the Saint Batman under his iron rule Saint Batman has turned Gotham into a city of his dreams killing has become commonplace and criminals live in constant fear all in the name of justice uh, but just when all seems lost a new hope for Gotham rises the son of Bane uh, so
2: and in. oh, This is a fantastic cover that makes me go, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Why the hell not? <laughs> yeah.
0: The uh, Son of
1: Bane versus St. Batman? It's like a Lucha Libre show.
0: Yeah, St. Batman's looking now. very horrific. He's got a lot of spiky kind of things going on yeah. in that cover. Uh, so we got that. Uh, and then we got Tales from the Dark Multiverse, The Death of Superman, Issue 1. Uh, Dark Multiverse takes on the highest-selling comic book event of all time, courtesy of writer Jeff Loveness. Uh, with art by Brad Walker uh, and Andrew uh, Hennessy so again we got a couple of early weeks Uh, In a broken world much like her own Lois Lane twisted by rage and grief over the Man of Steel's death becomes the eradicator taking revenge on those who let Superman die and the corrupt world he could never defeat now with the power of a god she's going to end the never-ending battle by any means necessary Halting the reign of the Superman before it even begins. So, yeah. So they appear to be, you know, set set of one shots. I imagine we'll get Uh, a couple. Yeah,
2: they're all prestige format, forty-eight page, five ninety-nine.
0: Yes. Um. So I imagine we'll get um a couple in November, maybe one or two in December. Um. Yeah. These are both October.
2: October sixteenth and October thirtieth.
1: Lord, so many new books. Yeah. But the Joe Hill books, got
0: these. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to admit, like, if it comes down to it in October and I have to like make some choices about which Th- ones... These it... are probably some of the first ones to go. Pro- I mean, I have to admit, I'm more excited for the Joe Hill horror books than I think they are these what-if books.
2: Yeah, these these are interesting enough and um, I'm sure they'll make a great collection when they're all done. Um, and I, and if we've got time, I, I, it'd be nice to read them, but they're, they're definitely mm-hmm. lower priority.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a whole bunch of new books coming in October. But we'll yep. see. We'll see mm-hmm. which ones we keep and which ones we do not. Um, and that is that last news item? It is a last news uh, item. i got a couple of other little bits. I'll go on then.
2: Uh, issue 76 of Wonder Woman has changed artist. Uh, instead of Hazus uh, Marino, we're getting Lee Garbutt. Which... Okay. okay. Pete, that's, uh, Lee Garbutt does Skyward. Oh, okay. All so, right. yeah, there you go. Uh, something you can put uh, put it to. Um, very, very great. Artist. Uh, so that's much better for, for me, at least. Uh, yeah. Was, um, the um, the trade kind of text for Event Leviathan went up on, I assume, like Amazon or something. Uh, and it seems to be there. They mentioned seven issues rather than six. So it might have been extended. Well, I mean, admittedly, sometimes these texts are wrong. Uh, but it may have been extended by an issue. And then the one that is a bit bigger of the, the news stories that I, I feel like you missed and is going to hurt the most.
1: <laughs>
2: so this is something Didio said in you know one of the panels over the last couple of days. It was at the publisher's panel, is that Flash Forward, the Lobdell Wally West book min- mini series will actually be kicking off a Wally West focused major event in 2020.
0: Oh, I did actually see this, because someone said, post all this stuff, will there be a a Wally Solo book? And Didio just smiled and said, you can't talk about it or something like that. You know, he gave an answer, but he smiled as he said it, which kind of... Which, honestly, from from Didio makes me think that he's like, no, because he's going to be dead, and I'm happy about (laughs) it.
2: (laughs) Yes, but... It sucks that there's going to be an event spinning out of a book that none of us want to read, but Mm, featuring mm. a character
0: we all love. (sighs) We're reading issue one, though, right? We're going to try issue one. That's the Mm, thing that's happening. Speak
2: for yourself. You can try issue one. Come on, Firefly. Go away. (laughs) Uh, I, uh, I thought that was worth mentioning because,
0: yeah, it's sad. Yeah, um, I have a, I have a bizarre little random update for the Watchmen TV show. If I was curious, I know there was a there was a new trailer, right? I yeah, it. there's a new trailer. I've not seen, seen the trailer yet, but apparently, uh, if you've seen the images of all the cops wearing masks, all the cops in the show have secret identities, so they can get away with more. Well, oh, wow! Oh. So that's going to be a thing in the Watchmen show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, breaking news: heard it here first, or you didn't, because you're getting this tomorrow. But <laughs> still. <laughs> It's breaking for us. It's breaking for us, it. We're in the moment. All right. Um, oh, is that news? We're done with news. Oh, just news mm-hmm. finished.
2: Exciting. Unless, it... un- unless something suddenly just broke Wait, now. But you
0: know what? I'm going to go to Newsarama right now. I'm going to check the comic section and see if anything's popped up.
2: I'm actually checking Twitter because Newsarama's been shit this week. Has it? Mm. Yeah, they're just posting the feeds of the um, you know the live updates of the panels, they're not actually breaking down any of the bits of news that come from it, and I can't be bothered to scan all the panels. Um, Twitter has been better for me.
0: There's a Year of the Villain panel on right now. Like Hopefully right we'll we get another second. one shot or two announced then. Yeah. Well, we have a healthy news section there, but we do have a couple of questions that we'll, we'll cover before we get into books. Uh, Not a ton. People slacking this week with the quit, and I actually asked relatively early this week. Have you asked too early? Or
1: people are just so wrapped up with Comic Con they're not paying attention.
0: That's actually entirely possible. Yes, everyone's too (laughs) too busy. Ran out of questions. Um, But uh, it's worth better actually, because obviously whenever we ask for questions, we obviously. Tweet out uh, our request for questions, and uh, we do actually have a new email address uh, where you can also send in questions uh, to the email. Even if i have not asked for any, like they'll still be there when I next check the email for them. So you can send them whenever you want. If you want a lot, because obviously with Twitter you've got a size limit and whatever. If you want to send a longer question or um, or give us like a game or something to play, um, like you can do that in an email. Uh, so the email for questions um, is gmail.com. And uh, you can send us questions for other shows as well, so one of the things you just need to do is in the subject bar, put in the uh, the show that you're sending a question for, so in this case, Comics from the Multiverse. Um, And you can send us a nice long question there if you want, at any time, you feel like. Uh, So, but we've got a a couple of questions. Uh, We we had another one or two, but we're kind of covered with those in the news, uh, just basically talking about those. Uh, So, uh, we'll do the quick one first, which, unfortunately, you're going to get a really uninformed answer here. Uh, but at Chief of SAS, uh, Shin Godzilla versus Superman, who would win? So the reason why this is going to be uninformed is that I don't believe that any of us have actually sh- seen Shin Godzilla. Um, I, I'm, me and Connor have been reviewing the Godzilla movies, the Japanese Godzilla movies, gradually on 121 in Flux, but we're only up. The last one we did was Megalon. Uh, I've seen a bunch of the ones up until Final Wars, but I have not seen Shin Godzilla. I- I'm just going to go on a leap and say Superman just flies through his mouth.
2: <clears> no, Superman open. calms him down. He's like, all right, yeah, buddy. but if, if this is like, okay, no, there has to be a fight,
0: and it has to win, and So
1: How is Shin Godzilla different than regular Godzilla? I do. He's I
0: think bigger. he's. I think he's meaner <laughs> from 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 the gist I've gotten from yeah. people talking about. It, I think he's meaner. He's
2: bigger as well, right? Cause I think he's meant to be bigger than the the twenty fourteen. Yeah, he's
0: huge, and he's got like red coming through his cracks in his skin, and. He's proper demonic looking. Superman just throws him into the sun, job
1: side. <laughs> I mean, you throw him into space, I don't know what's he gonna do. You know
0: what I mean? <laughs> Atomic breath up and... by Shin Ghidorah. I, if, I, <laughs> I feel I feel like if we'd actually seen the movie we'd have more of a reason as to why this is more of an interesting debate. <laughs> but uh, since I'm, I I'm have not is
2: is, is this the new Superman versus Goku question? I guess.
1: No, Is because that... I care about this because
2: I like Godzilla and I don't like Dragon Ball Z. So I'm just saying that's the that's the one that's always
0: thrown around as the, the versus. Uh but Goku's a little bitch, so I mean it's just a pointless yeah, question. Yeah, but he can teleport, so I don't care.
1: Yeah, but if that's the case then I'm going to Golden Age Superman, he can move planets out of their alignment. So <laughs> go ahead. Teleport, he'll just move it. Now you teleport into space and you suffocate and you're dead.
2: Well, he
0: comes back to life. He's Nicely put. Nicely put. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The, the more serious question, which I think we'll spend more time on before we get to books, uh, at the Karate GM. Um, if you guys became editor in chief at DC Comics, what would your first three mandates be? So we've just got we've just been given the the reins. We do it, and we want. Yep. What were three I- mandates? Are our, our three new rules or directives?
1: Number one, he must not be named. Doesn't write any more books.
0: Done. Right, you're buying Scott Lobdell. That's Matt's first one. That's a very solid oh, right. one. I might steal that even. But <laughs> hey, that good.
2: Hey,
1: go go right for an imprint. You're fine. Here's the thing, though,
2: you don't have to ban him. You just have to not give him any more.
0: Right. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, a mandate, but... though. I mean, you're, you know, you are making my, a...
2: But
1: my my real answer is, you reinstate Dick Grayson as Dick Grayson. No more Rick. They get rid of that. And
2: then you make him Batman. That's kind of along so, the lines of one of my my mind would be, you know, okay, let's actually double down on Legacy again, not just kind of go back. All, all the Legacy characters would pro- would get a bit more of a spotlight. Yep.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. P- pro- properly, uh, like, adhere to what Doomsday Clock is doing and uh, fix continuity a little bit. Um, uh, although, I mean, they're, they're claiming that they're going to do some big massive continuity yeah. map that's going to fix everything uh, at Comic-Con. Yeah. So we'll see right okay uh, that, that was the end of one of the panels Didio was promising they're doing a guide to DC's like continuity timeline and everything's going to make sense and cl- include all the different wrinkles and I'm like sure okay we'll see sure, sure it is Didio. Sure. <laughs> we'll see um, my first mandate would be okay someone get on the phone with Mark Wade and uh, you know smooze him a little bit <laughs> get get back up. just assure him Didio's gone that the bad man has left the building I'm in charge now and I will give him anything he wants. <laughs> yeah? Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm just imagining you pulling a scheme like Sabulski, and i was trying to think of your Japanese name. A Japanese name?
2: The yeah. name you said earlier for it. Oh, Takashi-san.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of what yours would be. What mine's would be? Yeah.
2: Um...
0: I don't know why why have I got a Japanese at least when I'm trying to schmooze Mark Wade? I'm just saying I said
1: I imagine you pulling a scheme like Savolsky and you have a you have a Japanese name
0: <laughs> why why am I being culturally insensitive I, I, I'm not him <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying it's something in your brand and it would be funny if you
1: had a Japanese name. That's all all
0: right. All right. But no, fine. Mark Wade's a good one. <laughs> Instead of my Peter Tangle, it'll be my Kurosawa Tangle. Fine.
2: Uh, oh, there you go. san. Uh, <laughs> I, I will be shifting Bendis off all the main big books. He can have one Superman book. One. Not both. He can have one. And he's the other one. Mark Wade, the other one. Okay. That's fine. I'm, honestly, I'm not too close to who the other one is. There's no like, oh, I need this person on the other one. But. Just just some variety. Hey, having the same person on two major books of the same character. Um, you can carry on with Naomi and whatever else he's got. Yeah. Ben Leviathan's fine.
0: How nice of you. Hokane. Hokane.
2: Yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm being reasonable. The people who want Bendis can still get Bendis. Yeah, he's just I'd not add having I'd all add another of the Superman.
1: I'd add a Green Lantern core title. Yeah. And have it more in line more in line with them being space cops and like not quite Brooklyn Nine Nine, but so you, along you, those
2: lines. More back to like the the Tomassi stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you would you'd have a revolving cast of characters, and you could base stuff off of, you know, this matchup, these two and working then, together, and like you can have your did. Space Park. Yeah, well, there, there's
2: that. I'm just, and then it doesn't take
1: away from from what Morrison's doing. He can have his little,
2: but yeah, but you know how you don't. How you kind want of along to... the lines, I'm saying with Superman yeah. you, you could have yeah. two different books uh, uh, on the same kind of area, yep. and you know, like we've got Batman yeah. and Detective.
1: Right, but see, but what I would do is like you—you you can have one of the Earth Lanterns, but you can't have you know, can't have them always there, you know. So sure,
2: and, and basically do... you're, you're kind of restricted as you can't have Hal right now until right. Morrison's finished.
1: But you, you can't. You really I don't want. want... To I don't want you know John and Kyle off on an adventure together when you can team them up with Space Ape or you know ice and I Cole. up like Guy and Archelo. Yeah, Guy and Archelo definitely. But you know, I'm down for this book. Yeah, uh, that that's my that's my number two. So so Dick Grayson Batman,
2: JLC book. We we should say DC if you're listening. Welcome
0: to take any of these ideas. We won't. Mm-hmm. We won't have any problems. Um, my <coughs> number two is that both Stephanie and Cassandra would be classified as Batgirls. Girls. There may be a Batgirls Girls book, but certainly those two would become Batgirls.
1: Girls.
0: Mm-hmm. And we, we'll we'll stop with this orphan and spoiler. I mean, not I dislike the spoilers in the name, admittedly, but oh. um, like. But we'll we'll stop with this nonsense, and we'll we'll. But anyway, I guess it was back to Reed stating things we lost because we decided to reset everything for New 52, but still. I mean,
2: but to be fair, they don't all need to be Batgirls at the same time, though, surely? They can be. have multiple Robins. Why can't we have multiple Batgirls? Yeah, they can be. But they're not Robins all at the same time. They, they, they can be ex girls. don't get me wrong. And one of them can be girl. I don't but, see, I don't have a
1: problem with this.
2: We, d- we don't have Damien, Kim, and uh, and Dick all robbing at the same time, do we?
0: They can all be back, girls. That's my mandate. I'll do what <laughs> uh, I want.
2: Would, I would definitely
1: take a Cassandra Kane story that's in the vein of Immortal Iron Fist in uh, Blue Mirror's Green Arrow. Something John. that really plays with the kung fu aspect. Yeah. You know, oh, oh, sprawling. What I would probably do
0: in, in, a, in a Batgirls book is that there'd be arcs where they're working as a team, but they would actually all all three of them would get issues here or there that would spotlight my, my, just my one of them. My with, concern
2: with all of them being Batgirls at the same time is just the logistics of, okay, they're all in the field together. Whoever's on the comms says, hey, Batgirl. Which one?
0: <laughs> that is a minor technicality that could that can work no, out. No. Well, you can have a lot of fun with that in the story,
1: teams. too. And you have them talking about it yeah, like, you know, but we all want to be Batgirl, so you
0: know. Easy, yeah. pur- pur- purple, purple, black, and uh, blonde. There you go. Batgirl blonde. <laughs> black and blonde. But b- Batgirl black. Oh my and god, it'd be black. like
1: Charlie's Angels, but with Batgirls.
0: Yeah, and Alfred's Charlie. See, look, this is perfect. This is oh, perfect. Oh no, Alfred's Bosley. Oh, he's Bosley. Okay, sure.
1: Yeah. We we don't we and Bruce's is, is Charlie. We never see him. We just hear him. <laughs>
2: we're onto something,
0: Pete. Yeah, yeah, this is gold, and Corrin knows it, he's just not wanting to admit it because yeah. then he's lost yeah. the argument.
2: I, I, no, no, I, like I said, reinstating <laughs> them as Batgirls is fine. 100% onto that. Just good. don't want them all as Batgirls at the same time.
1: I'm just thinking of the good morning, Batgirls. Good morning, Bruce. <laughs> like this. Oh, it's so easy. It's right there. Yeah, easy, easy, cheesy. It's
0: uh, straightforward. Um,
1: and then probably my third
0: one. Does Korra get a third I thoughts? liked it. I, I no. haven't thought one yet.
2: It's fine. Oh, a, second,
0: a second of it, not a third, a second. Oh, I, I I had... two. Have you had two? What was the second one?
2: Yeah, my, my first one was all the folks on Legacy. The second oh, one okay. was Bendis. All right. So, so my, my third one would be
1: Reinstate like, outer continuity type books, so like, War of the Time Forgot and Jonah Hex. Like, stuff that we could have a little bit of. It's not just superheroes at DC. Like, yeah, they're not a separate imprint, you know, but... Have have that type of stuff too. You could have like a noir themed book too. Set it in Gotham of the '40s, you know, or even yeah. the great oh the Great Ghost. That'd be cool. Like those those kind of books. I think that'd be fun because that's that's what I like. I, I realize I have a type when it comes to indie books, and they're superhero adjacent. So they have a lot of the themes of a superhero book, but they don't feature superheroes. You know, so it's like birthright, or even criminal to a lesser extent, like or or Lazarus.
0: as he fixes That's what I would do.
1: I would have uh, what would the name of those type would be? I guess it would be an imprint. Actually, yeah, I'd, I'd start a new imprint.
0: There you those. go. <laughs> yeah, it's got an I guess it would be
1: Pul- DC pulp books.
0: My third one is quite simple. I kill Jason Todd and he stays dead. That's it. It's that yeah. simple. He's gone.
2: I can get behind that.
1: All right. Then I get a magic fourth one and I have Superboy Prime punch reality and he's back into existence. Why do you want Jason Todd around? You like Jason Todd. Because I like talking crap about him. You can't talk crap about him if he's not around.
2: I mean, you can.
0: No, no. Yeah. no, no! Not only does he get killed, he gets a shit death. He doesn't get some heroic, noble death. He doesn't does he? Get does redeemed. he get killed by an oily puddle? He gets killed by a puddle. He gets killed by a puddle. So, <laughs>
1: so did any of you read the Age of Ultron uh, mini? Oh no. that they stole the name from. So Black Panther gets an unceremonious death about two issues in, where he falls through an unstable floor and breaks his neck. That's the type of death Jason Todd gets.
0: Yeah. Oh no, he falls off a cliff and lands three feet away from a trampoline. That's his death.
2: <laughs> I think he gets impaled in his own crowbar.
0: Can we just... See this whole Tales from the Dark Multiverse thing? Can we just do that for the whole <laughs> DC Universe? But the only thing that's changed is Jason Todd never came back and just go from there.
1: <laughs> or See, I would do one where he fully became a Punisher type
0: and then Batman's forced to take it. him
1: out. Yeah. yeah well no and that man's forced to take him out killing uh, joke style more interested you know what I mean yeah you know <laughs> I'd rather have him be the heel character than this tweener bullshit
0: you know? No. Joel, so we'll do, we'll, we'll do um, Dark Multiverse Doomsday Clock, and the only difference is, is instead of moving the lantern four inches out of reach, it moves it eight inches out of reach, and we'll just see how much different happens, just because. Oh, no.
1: You just do the. You know what the Dark Multiverse Doomsday Clock is? It's new 52, it's so ongoing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like. You know? <laughs> Oh dear, Cara, you've got a third one, do you
2: not? I do. Uh, my phone, I would double down on Black Label and not. Yeah, yeah, you know, because Vertigo used to have adult content, and it feels like with Black Label that they, they keep saying, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna do that," but then you know, they they felt they need to remove bat penis and stuff like that, and things like uh, you know, there was some stuff in White Knight that. Uh, when they were reprinted under black label they were told oh we're not gonna it's gonna be uncensored, we'll do the original artwork. And then they went, actually we're just gonna use the censored version again. Yeah. Stop stop pussing around. Just do it properly.
1: Connor wants to see some boobies. That's it. No, I just don't want boobies. it to be
2: censored for the, for no point. Like if it's it's more awkward. It's fine. I, it's it, fine. If you're gonna do an adult's book, just just do it and don't be afraid of of it looking yeah, don't be afraid like what of the, oh, what are the kids. Exactly.
1: Don't run from the bat penis and embrace the bat penis.
0: Yes, yes. Nice little conversation about bat cock. That's what we're needing on today's show. Um, are we done? Have that... <laughs> we, we answered yeah. the question? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, that went swimmingly. Um, all right. Well, I guess we're going to do books then. I guess we're, we're starting off with Jimmy Olsen, number one. We got our one new book for the week. And just, just imagine it. If this book didn't start this week, we'd have three books. <laughs> ah, yeah, I got it. Did so. Here we are. Jeremy Olsen, number one. Matt Fraction writing with Steve Lieber on the art, and it's a broken-up comic. It's kind of old-school. It turns I it, into, like it for that reason. It turns it into like what four or five chapters. You know, mm-hmm. or a few pages each. Um. Very kind of retro stale to it, not only in the bit's broken up, but also the art. It's definitely going for a, a time gone by. Um going for a, dare I say pulpy feeling.
1: Well that and it is harding so back to yes. those hmm. to those Kirby esque Jimmy Olsen adventures. Yeah. You know? Um one of my favorite things in here is why how they justify Jimmy still being employed at the Daily Planet despite all the shenanigans. The fact yeah, that Fraction the, came the up
2: Olsen with Olsen Insurance.
1: <laughs> yep. The fact that Fraction came up with a an excuse for this, I love it because I never even thought about that, right? Like, uh, but I like that it's there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we get his great 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 grandfather being kicked mm-hmm. off a <laughs> waterfall.
1: Hakeem Olson. Yeah. But he's
2: you know. Swedish descent. They're you over Metropolis. Barely descent. It's very fractured English.
1: Yes, and you have you have the the Luthers, and I like that's the other thing. I like the the distinction of, you know, the Olsons are these immigrants that came in, tried to work it, work hard, but then you have the Luthers who are like this new money, that came in and kind of strong armed everybody, um, and yeah. so it really puts up this stake of the Olsons versus the Luthers. And you know me, I love continuity, history stuff like that.
2: This is why, you know, stuff like you could have in a, you know, a Jonah Hex book. You could kind mm-hmm. of explore that stuff that didn't feel super frequently yeah. because you know, sure, there was just in that time period, but you could have Gotham well, in that time period. And they're
1: both families of Metropolis, like they're both tied deep directly. And then you look about how closely they're related to Superman, and that eventually. An alien would bring can, these two together.
0: I love that Gotham's right. like families, the founding families, are the, you know, the Waynes, the Canes, the mm-hmm. Cobblepots, and the. Waynes, Canes, Cobblepots, Cobblepots, and Elliots. Elliots, yeah. I was the fourth. I knew it was the fourth. <laughs> yep. Um, and then you look, you look at Metropolis. And it's the Luthers. Okay, that one makes sense. The Olsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, and,
0: see,
1: and, and I like that for what it does here, where it intrinsically ties Jimmy to Metropolis. Like, it's it's a part of him as much as he's a part of it. Uh, so by the time you get to the end and there's a change, I, despite only having this for an issue, it felt like I could feel his despair, you know? And that was really good. This is really the first time, like, I've read a couple issues of, of Sex Criminals. And it, was, it was okay.
2: That's delightful.
1: Yeah, but it's like really light and fun, and there's it touches on the serious a little bit. I think I read the first trade, or the first six issues. This is the first real thing you know ongoing from Fraction that I've I think I've read.
0: What's, I haven't read a store. Yeah, what's what's so. weird for me is that uh, I really like Fraction's Hawkeye, but anything mm-hmm. else I tried from Fraction I didn't like that much. Yeah. Um, See,
1: and I have that. I just haven't read it. Uh,
0: the Hawkeye stuff, but I hear good things. Oh, so. it's, it's real good. If, if the yeah. Hawkeye TV show takes from that book, like mm-hmm. it's going to, it's, they're onto a winner. Okay. Um, probably. No, so, this is
2: this is fantastic
0: though. Um, yeah, no, it's pretty great. I don't know if I'd go goes as far as to say fantastic. Uh, me and Matt uh, probably would. Yeah, <laughs> you probably I would. Um, I, I, do I, I, I do think I, the, the the fraction writing sometimes for me is a little bit too on the wordy side. Um. <laughs> what.
1: I'm just laughing at Connor's face because I know he made a face. <laughs> despite you loving Bendis, thinking fractions wordy.
0: It's wordy in a different way, though, right? I mean, like I I enjoy them both, so I don't. Wordy's these a very know. subjective thing, and you know I appreciate the humor. You're the pal who who felt the earth, you know, referencing the man who felt the earth in in an Iron Maiden font for some reason. Mm-hmm. For some reason, yeah, metal
1: a, metal AF.
0: Yeah, it's you know? true. Yeah. Uh you know he's, he's 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 jumping out of a of a plane essentially. Um it, Well no, he's doing
1: a space jump, which no no photographer should ever do. But <laughs> Olsen's there because Star Labs has told him he'll survive it. Um yeah, he's doing it without a parachute.
0: Yep. By by turning it into Gamara for some reason.
1: Well, they mixed up the the formula and they gave him the turtle formula.
0: Um, yeah, he's gamma for some which, reason.
1: Uh, I love how Fraction was like, "Oh, we're gonna get away from like the Turtle Boy kind of stuff." Yet,
2: literally, having turned
1: into a turtle, he becomes Turtle Boy, and like, oh man. But um, but yeah, it's. I like that. I love how Silver Age it feels there with Metamorpho, right in there because that's what they use. They use some of the Metamorpho cells. Um, yeah. And so it's a science experiment gone wrong and they're talking about, you know, uh, the Luthers had this monument erected and despite being at odds, the Olsons are fighting to keep it preserved, right? So there's an ongoing fight between the city of Metropolis and and the Olsen Family Trust and Jimmy as a turtle falls through (laughs) and out of all places lands directly on the lion, despite um... the lion trying to help him.
0: It's like, so. bizarrely it reminded me of uh, of Cloverfield you know how the, the whole mm-hmm. thing in Cloverfield was, uh, is the line of dialogue in the, in the trailer, as, are they saying it's a line, or are they saying it's right. and it reminded me, between the statue of head, uh, the head of the Statue of Liberty, right. going down the street, and the line, is it a lion or it's mm-hmm. a lion and people not being sure if that's what they were saying, seeing right. the lion head statue, go mm-hmm. skirting across the water like that, just really made me think of Cloverfield or that trailer at the very yeah. least. So, I, I don't know why that's relevant. I just it's what was going through my head. Um, so they're they're pissed. So Perry's pissed at them because basically the mayor's pissed because now mm-hmm. all of their tour well not all the tourism but a lot of the tourism souvenirs are all based around this lion statue. There's, there's lion <laughs> pins, there's lion badges, there's lion T-shirts, yeah. <laughs> and all of them are worthless now because they don't have the goddamn lion. Because, statue Jimmy-
2: uh, what, and, one of my favorite parts from from this scene is uh, you know, Perry and goes, oh, you're, you're fired. He's like, but I can explain. Yeah. Wait, what did I do? Yeah.
0: Yes. Um,
2: well, and the other running joke
1: through here, through this scene, is you have the crossword guy in the back putting together the crossword, and he's taking words from uh, Perry and Jimmy's conversation. And you just see him pop up and look up in the back a little bit. He corrects uh, Perry at one point, the the plural for Natty Ice is Natty's ice.
2: Yeah, not Natty Ice's.
1: right. Mm. And Justin uh, but yeah, the Olson insurance part where he is <laughs> he's so detrimental to the city of Metropolis, but he's valuable to uh, the Daily planet because his stories are the only ones that generate any kind of revenue. Because it because they they're easily viral.
2: Yeah, All that right? page where he's like, "Come on, guys, name one time." And yeah, then it's like him running away from a dinosaur. Yeah, him being shot at. Yeah. him as a ghost. Well, him running was. from a truck being
0: thrown. Just just to add on to that, it's not just him being shot at. It's him standing out in the open, yep. not ducking for cover. He's just standing there in and, front of
2: the police line. Yeah, yeah. in yep. front of the police cars. Good. I want this picture, damn
0: it. Yes.
1: Him in Gorilla City, apparently. Um, Messing up a wedding ceremony.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, I like this little bit of continuity here. Miss Leon's uh, the publisher yep. who owns the paper yep. uh from Superman in Action. It's a nice little touch.
1: Yep. Yeah, because she's and so she kinda comes up with a a happy medium where he still works for the Daily Planet, but as the mayor doesn't want him in Metropolis anymore, he's gotta go. Um
2: so I thought that was pretty fun.
0: Yeah, so he moves to Gotham. Uh, mm-hmm. He's staying in a seated motel. Um, that, a
2: heavily accented motel owner.
0: Yes, yep. Maida.
2: Maida. I, I love. the first time, like Jimmy, he's like, "Wait, did you just say it like that?"
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then it just carries on doing it. Wait.
1: Well, he says he's going through the the, the rules of Lavina's apartment, which I feel is far too much rules here. No,
0: no, lot after six. No, yeah, no right. friends after six feels like a really, really yeah. specifically strict. You know, really the me. rest
1: of them, like I kind of get, like registers have to check in first so they know who's in the but, especially in Gotham, right? Like,
0: yeah. Uh, um, and I, I feel like something just, like no stabbing, for example. I feel like <laughs> that just goes without saying. But not I mean, not in Gotham.
1: <laughs> not in Gotham. No fighting. No cussing. No stabbing. No pets. Oh, the blood on the walls. Don't do none of that. And then Jimmy's like, wait, why do pets come after stabbings? Yeah. Like, like, uh, oh, and he goes, and cl- close the coitons at night, and a bat flies in. And that's how you know they're they're in Gotham, because at first it looks
2: just like a city motel. Yeah, there's a lot hotel. of window bats, if you don't like, yes. like window bats are a thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then Jimmy looks at the window, and we get a two-page spread of Gotham and the bat signal in the sky, and it's, very, it's rainy, it's dark, it's like the polar opposite to everything we've seen of him in Metropolis. Yeah. Um, which is probably actually one of my favourite things about the book is like how well it shows the contrast of the cities and just how yep. how grungy Gotham feels compared to Metropolis when he goes there. Yep. And um then
1: we we get on the last page front page of the Daily Planet uh Who Killed Jimmy Olsen?
0: Yes. So What's going on? <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm down. Oh, it's so this, good. this book killed me like Things like you know, how funny it was. Uh, I don't think I laughed as much as when the uh, the motel owner is trying to get the bat. Yeah. So like, you know, Opal got tall bikes. Coast City gets blowed up a lot. Yeah. We got bats. I-, I was it's trying to like... place
1: the Opal, right? Opal City is with animals,
2: right? Yeah. I, was I, was saying, like, I didn't uh... get
1: the tall bikes. You know, I didn't get that reference.
2: Me either, but the, the, the Coast, Coast City, City gets one blowed up.
0: Just yeah, that one makes landed. sense.
2: Like The uh, way he just drops that really casually. just. Isn't
0: joking. Opal also originally Plastic Man?
2: Mm, yeah. Uh, maybe.
0: That sounds right to me. I'm, I'm looking at that. Um, but uh, seriously, what's going on? No, no one's got any thoughts on this ending? Starman. Yeah? Starman.
1: Oh no, I... It's definitely why he's... Whatever happened, he's in hiding now. Because we kind of got that from the Gorilla City preview in, in Event Leviathan special. Mm. You know? Yeah. So I feel like he's deep undercover now. This is his thing. And by the end of this, he, he won't be nearly as goofy and he'll be a valuable asset, you know, because he can get into places. He's Jamie Olsen. Um, but yeah, this is, it's weird how it's kind of the polar opposite of the lowest book where the lowest book comes out and it's, and it's really good, but in a different way where that one, you know, clearly Rucka had a message that he wanted to get out. Here, fractions like oh i'm gonna have as much fun as i can
2: it was like this this proper just pulpy silver age adventure book mm-hmm. and then it's like yeah. oh shit it's actually a murder mystery
1: yep
2: i'm that like okay i'm so into this mm-hmm. there is um i i'm not sure i have anything to complain about in this book
1: really nothing about the art not matching up to what, what's being said like
2: you did with that batman issue yeah, <laughs> it's extremely expressive and is always uh, representative of, of what is being said. Um
0: it took, me, it took me a few it wasn't really until um probably mid skydive that I kinda get into the book a little bit. The opening not bad, like I wasn't I didn't dislike it. It was I mean, just I didn't that, really get into it yet. It's
2: the first four or five pages then I guess.
0: Yeah. It, just, it, just, it didn't draw me in right away. Um the obviously it's intentionally weird dialogue because you can't speak great English, but like it just, I don't know, like it wasn't clicking with me until um, until I started flying through the sky and it became more about the ridiculous action of it. Um, mm. uh, whereas the scene with Perry, like lambasting him for pages, uh, was very enjoyable. And then my favorite scene was by far the last one, though. Um, I, I think the uh, the humor, the the motel owner or the hotel owner, and the the difference in the city, all that stuff was really working for me
2: yeah um, that, that was great so i i, I agree that, that was the best bit of the book as well i was into it from the start but it, it just it got better as it went on
0: yeah Yep. um no i mean i see a lot of potential in this i'm not ready to like you know swing off the rafters and say it's amazing but um i see a lot of potential
1: yeah, yeah i'm i am a happy boy i get a good lois book i get a good jimmy book yeah I, i'm enjoying what's going on with superman in action like, it's an embarrassment of riches right now.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think Lois's book inherently appeals to me more, but...
1: Yeah, I, but I, I like that they're they're unique, right? Like, because I think this is unique to Fraction as much as Lois is unique to, to Rucka, you know? Okay. And oh, these are sure. the type yeah. of voices that we need, I think, not to counterbalance Bendis, but, you know, but to he- do something different.
2: Definitely this one, though. There's, there's nothing else right now being published like this. At least um, not at
0: DC. Although, it does make me think, though, if Fraction wants to do a, a Cape Man series at some point, he's more than welcome to well, go for yeah. it. you
1: know, we, we were talking about the metalmen are coming back. I wouldn't mind seeing like him play with the Metal Men a little bit, too. Hmm. You know? Mm. Yeah. You know, or, or Red Tornado. Like, some of these... Yeah, Blue and Gold. The Blue and Gold, like... Some of these more silver agey silly concepts that he can make
2: kind of land,
1: um, but definitely makes me want to check out Hawkeye a little bit more.
2: I mean, I heard
1: now that I have the first trade. Like,
2: yeah, I, I never finished it. The delays yeah. kind of made me fall off. Yeah, because Ash is a great artist, but he takes his damn time, doesn't he? Yeah, I take that back.
1: Uh, one of my favorite stories ever was co-written by Fraction, and the Mortal Iron Fist.
2: Mortal Iron Fist, yeah.
1: Yeah, I yeah. always forget because Brewmaker Brewmaker did. He gets the... all the
2: credit for all that, doesn't he? Doesn't yeah, he?
1: but it was Brewmaker and Fraction with Aha
2: or yeah. Aja. however you pronounce it? I have no idea. Yeah, either, either
1: one. I don't
2: know if it's a soft J or a hard J. Oh, either. either. So I just took a stab.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, man, I ah,
2: I love that story. Story so yeah, good. That is great. The, I the, the, me, one of I, I
0: I really enjoyed.
2: Yeah. So, but yeah, so it
1: was a. What are we grading this,
0: guys? Good question, Matt. What are you written that?
1: Uh, I'm giving a nine.
0: Connor? <laughs> he tried so hard then, didn't he? He did. But uh, doesn't no, I'm, I'm also giving it a nine. Uh, I'll give it an eight. So there you go. Jimmy Olsen, <laughs> number one. <laughs> so that'll take us on then to Batman issue 75, which is oversized, because uh, uh, you know, every 25 issues, do one of these bigger, bigger <laughs> issues. <laughs> To uh, so start a City of Bane, uh, it's Tom King writing, of course, with Tony S. Daniel and Mitch Gerrits on the art. So. Uh, it's weird actually, uh, because of uh, both Year of the Villain and the City of Bane banner and this one specifically, there's a lot of DC books this week and the last week that didn't have the typical trait, or the, the, you know, the dress, the box in the corner. They've got like, right. a, a different thing. And it was kind of throwing me. I'm like, you just introduced that not that long ago. Why, why are we already messing with it? Um. But yeah, so we're thrown into the city, uh, you know, a bit ahead. Some stuff's happened. Later, as the first page tells us. As the first yep. page does, yes. Um, I was trying to paraphrase not so as not to just... Well, I just
2: wanted to point out how unspecific it was.
0: Sure, sure. Well, I think that's by design.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, that yeah. wasn't a complaint. I just wanted to point out.
0: Yeah, so... We're thrown into a version of Gotham City where Riddler and Joker are partners. They're cops and they're partners. They're still dressed like them, but they're investigating murders. Um, and Hugo Strange is the commissioner. Um, you know, he's the, he's the one that goes up on the roof and the bat cell gets turned on, but it's Flashpoint Batman who shows up. Uh, who shows up after after criminals. Uh, and we, So we get that plot playing out as we get a plot with uh, someone who... I mean, it's pretty obvious it's Bruce Wayne. Let's be honest, but like you know, it's you don't really necessarily get an obvious answer to that early on, uh, mm-hmm. walking through the snowy mountains of wherever he is, um, towards something, and that's interspersed throughout the book. Uh, also, again, going back to that, these some of these characters being certain characters, uh, the ventriloquist is the Alfred in this scenario, yeah, and you get
1: a little bit of his, you know, mental disorder. Mm. Of, it sounds like Scarface is like, you could be so much more, why are you doing this? I like that part.
0: Yeah. Um, Two-Face still seems to be Two-Face, though. And that's kind of part, part of the function of the story, is that by the end of the story, Two-Face is going to become not Two-Face, much like all the Because obviously, I think at the start of the book, you're like, well, what's going on here? Are we in some sort of alternate world? Are we doing mm-hmm. this? Are we Are doing that? Um, the story reveals that Bane's taking control of Gotham and psycho Pirate is basically reconditioning all the villains to play out these roles so this has actually yep. happened the gotham's actually in this situation right now which does beg the question where is the real garden you know where's yep you know so on and so on
1: it is almost as if gotham needed batman or else this is what would have happened that said <laughs> it's definitely made bane all powerful and i don't know if i like that because
0: yeah, he 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 is silly powerful because i mean at one point at the end, uh, pro- probably the only half decent of these uh, Lex Luthors offer things that show mm-hmm. up, uh, because he actually has a conversation that re- you know reveals some motivation here. Because he's like, "Hey, yeah. if you're this good, why haven't you taken over like, the entire country mm-hmm. or even the planet?" Right. And he's like, ah, I mean, I could do that, but I mean, this was this was about Gotham because this is the one thing right. that Batman couldn't do is he couldn't gain you know gain control of the city well, completely." Control. Right. Um, so- Which.
1: One would argue, though, that Batman's not about the total control of Gotham. It's about, again, he's about not having what happened to him happen to others. Yeah,
0: it's, it's about it's about keeping right? balance and giving other people a yep. chance to improve it themselves. It's not about him right. improving everything on exactly. his
1: own. Exactly, and so that shows. And I like that it shows Bane's motivation and how he completely misunderstands Bruce's mission. That said, the stuff that led up to you—you know—you're in for it, right? As soon as the uh, Jared's art hits. And that's I feel where the uptick happened, mm. but everything outside of the Brooklyn Nine Nine references, everything that led up to this, just I'm just like, what is going on and not in a good way, you know?
2: Like, I'm a little weary of King's storytelling style. Yeah, this um, this took me four attempts to get through. Now, admittedly, it's a bit longer, so I mean, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, to bear in mind, but. I basically only finished this because I only had three books.
1: Yeah, and I stand by what I said in the group. I said this was weird. Just, again, like where we left off, right? The last issue, we don't know who's climbing up that rope, you know? And then we just jump into this and it says later. And not that I need it to be completely, you know, to see this issue, who's climbing out or
2: whatever. We can make inferences It's such an insane premise as to where we're left, right? You know, at the start of this, as, oh, this is just happening now. Yeah, actually,
0: I mean, given where this goes, I guess it implies that it wasn't Bruce that claimed out the cave. No. Yeah, the pit.
1: But he must have because we see him in the snow. Well, obviously obviously
0: he did eventually, but I I have to imagine, given what's happening in Gotham, it makes more sense if Thomas Wayne's the one who came back first and.
1: Yeah, but also how does the Martha. Martha stuff factor into this like so he was just gonna have Martha come back for Bruce and then Thomas was just gonna be Batman now like I'm still not clear on that entire thread Uh... and then and then here we have this whole war of jokes and riddles right written by King and we saw how how Joker uh how out of control he is, and how he doesn't play well with others, you know. Um, yet somehow, Bane's able to have Psycho Pirate completely get him to play ball.
0: Well, I mean, like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that out because to me, that's just that's what Psycho Pirate does. Like that, has got to do with what Bane's. I, up, I feel able though to do.
1: the way that he set up Joker. I just, I don't buy the Psycho Pirate, you know, thing with that. Like, I, I see uh Riddler just playing along, right, and going with it. Because that's what War Jokes and Riddles was about. He was the one that was all about control, and Joker was the one all about chaos, but I just
0: Man, I don't know. Well oh, yeah, but they're being completely up. reconditioned though, so it's, it's not like like J- Riddler's not choosing to go along with it. Riddler's had no choice either. They're, they're just... No,
1: but I know, but I could I could see the reveal happening that Riddler went along with it, right? Like He's fine with with Bane doing whatever he's doing. I, just, I I'm not sure I like Riddler or Riddler, Joker being reconditioned as easy, you know, because because again it's Joker like he's the wild card.
0: So, I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if Joker's the first one to snap out of it because of that, because of that reason, because yeah. his mind works differently, because he yeah. picks up in things in a way that other people don't. Uh, we also have Gotham Girl shows up as like, uh, Flashpoint and Batman I mean, with Robin. Yeah, she's got like a purple and blue Robin outfit. Uh, the R's kind of know, in the Gotham Girl font.
1: You know, I'm, I'm so glad we needed the Price crossover to remind us that Gotham Girl is a thing. Because <laughs> that completely changed how I read this, and I'm being completely sarcastic i almost would have liked it more for her to show up as a surprise
0: here you know what i mean uh yeah i guess i mean you i think you risk me going who's this supposed to be because her hair's completely different and right
2: (laughs) i think think the logo would actually have probably been enough probably Uh,
0: and they do say her name later you know yeah yeah
1: i think that's okay i feel like here you either you either fully embrace just the insanity that it is, right? And I feel that that's originally how it was formatted, and then whatever has happened behind the scenes since, which, which led to us getting the price, which led to his cut, his uh, his storyline getting cut up a little bit, cut off.
2: Because this is the last arc now. I believe it's ten issues, and this mm-hmm. is the the last arc of this book, and then it's yeah. on to the the new series.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, because eighty-five, right? And yeah. then. So, and then 85, and then, because we said it would, the new series had put it at about 97.
0: So yeah, plus a couple of annuals about, and whatever. Right,
1: which yeah, would, minus which a couple of things he
2: didn't issue. write. Right. He had so, a couple of Monster Men issues, and then the, you know, the the price, as Matt just reminded me what the yeah, name was. So,
1: yeah, so, yeah, man, I, I do like once once Jared takes over the art, the I feel like it becomes a little more tolerable because there's a point... There's Luther, you know, coming to Bane and being like, "I'm impressed, and this is what I'm going for," and you pulled it off without my help. Like, I like that. Uh, especially that that image of Bullock, just tied up at the police station. Like that is harrowing.
0: Hmm. Um, it's kind of a, it's a weird issue. I I, I think. I liked it more when it got towards the end and I got a good sense of what was happening to all the villains and that mm-hmm. this was Bane like, getting all this acted out. Like, you, you, like I, I think because it, it gave it more context because I think one of the things that a lot of King's weirder issues don't have when you first read them is any context. You have to read multiple issues and even then you may not get context. Um, I'm looking at you, Nightmares. Um, whereas this issue, I think by the end of the issue, you completely understand what's going on in the city, what you know? What Bane's achieved, and ultimately, what Batman's going to have to come back and do. Um, why Catwoman's? You know, because obviously, at the, the end of the book, is uh, the reveal that Catwoman. That's oh, not the exact end, but you know, it's the end of that story. Yeah, it's revealed that Catwoman is uh, like who he's looking for, in, in the Alps, or wherever he is. Um,
1: I took it more that she found him.
2: Yeah, I did as well. I think she, I think he was off looking for something else. Yep. And she's following him. Yeah, but isn't so, it
0: the guys he finds? Don't they refer to her? Well, she, she let him know? Or, you know, will she, like. They talk about someone being in charge. The guys that he I'm finds. Go back. And then she shows up afterwards.
1: Well, no, because he says that you're going to tell her. He goes, dude, I tell Magpie everything. Good for my safety, you know? A few more weeks after she makes the sale, Bane's going to make her the richest oh, woman you're in the right, world.
0: you're right, you're right, okay. I forgot about the Magpie so, mention. Yep. You're right.
1: So, so I feel like she's found him, here, up in wherever he's at—Himalayas, Alps, wherever. It's super snowy. So, should he could be up in the Canadian Rockies rolling up.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it actually ever actually says where he is. Does it? It just. No. What's the snowy mountains? It uh, never says. Yeah, uh, Al- Alfred's adamant that you know Bristol return, uh, kind of thing. Um
1: I will appreciate the long-storm the long-storm long-form storytelling here because it's it's really taking all of other all of King's stuff so far and it seems like it's paying it off whether we like what that payoff is at least it's you know going somewhere now
0: Yeah um yeah the Garrett stuff is gorgeous like you know when you guys the professor Pig as a patrolman uh, Slashing yeah, people. Yeah, no doubt up. about that. You've got
2: yep. um, the, like the, your... the fireflies Zaz. as, uh, uh, as the, the fireman. Yeah, you, right.
0: Zash, you got Zash, You got Hush. You got all these different ca- characters. Crocs. The
1: Doctor Phosphorus and the Mad Hatter driving mm-hmm. around.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, um, that is
2: great. Uh, Gerard's colors are on uh, on another level. Like yeah. the lighting, neon effects, it's just something we've, else.
1: We've talked about that before. Where remember witches? They did that weird color splatter scour. effect. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Garret does that with the light, but he pulls it off because, like, if you look at that Croc one, with the way the light's coming off of everything, like.
0: Yeah, it,
2: I, I get that with the, the the fireflies as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, the, so. those last like eight, ten pages, whatever it is. uh... Yeah. Are really beautiful. Not that Daniel's art's bad throughout the rest of it because it's just really solid.
1: No, it's, it's fine, but yeah. I mean, you're, you're talking about, you know, we're, we're all very pro garretts here, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I should...
2: uh, no matter what I feel about King's storytelling, mm-hmm. Garrett's has always pulled it off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I. This issue is kind of a weird place for me where. I actually think the issue itself is fine. I, I think any reservations I have are more to do with just being deflated with the way King's been writing the story for the last while, as opposed to mm-hmm. either in this issue itself.
1: Yeah, it, it's more about the style than the content for me, because the content's fine. It's just the way that he's gone about telling said story.
0: Because it's it's, it's kind of exciting. The Batman's with Catwoman again. They're going to be sort of like teaming up to you know presumably come back and take down sure Bay. Right, Gotham. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Like seeing like you know, Joker and, and Riddler are sitting at like desks in the police station as if they're partners and it's at this point where you can see they've just scored out names that were on the, the nameplates yep. and Yeah, Santiago Prata. and Parola. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um
0: and Which you
1: know, um Melissa Fomero tweeted at them and told her, Oh my god, this is so cool.
0: Yeah. Well I know
2: Garrett's is a is a huge fan anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: That's,
0: cool. That's neat. Um yeah. so yeah, I like I want to be more positive on this one because I actually so didn't dislike. Weird. I didn't dislike reading that. Like I actually, in the art, especially towards the end, was fantastic. Um, like I, the problems we have here is that there's so much fluff that we could have cut out in the last like year of, of Batman comics, getting us to this point. But I'm not. I'm not that down in this issue itself. I I actually. Kind of like the setup for what it's doing now. Does it have an interesting story to tell over ten issues? I have no idea. Well, yeah. you know, will it be spinning its wheels for half that time? It might. I have no idea.
2: Yeah. I, I I don't know if I'm going to read the next issue. Honestly, this I I question whether I wanted to finish this issue. And I thought, yeah. well, there's only three books, so I'll get through it. When it comes to yeah you know, the next issue, and, and I've got more books. Yeah. Will I have the motivation to read it? I don't know. It'll be kind of it'll be the last thing I read for sure. And if I've got time, I'm kind of just at the point now where I don't don't know if I want to read ten issues of this because I I mean I I didn't enjoy it as much as even you did, Pete. I don't think like you know you're saying you're fine with this premise. I don't know. It just seems a bit. To me, it felt like, oh, just for the sake of it. Like, you know, it's, it's kind of just, oh, well, we, he came up with, oh, what if all these people are like, okay, this is Gotham now, and then just went from there. And um, it just wasn't that appealing to me. Uh, almost anything in the issue, personally.
0: Um, I mean, it's called City of Bane, so I mean, just starting where Bane's already taking control of the city um, mm-hmm. works well enough for me. Um. I mean, King does like to kind of like skip over things a lot. Um, this mm-hmm. was not as egregious to me as some of his other issues where I just feel like the interesting parts of the story are missing. Um, yeah. Because we've, we've seen him almost take over the city before. We, we know kind of what the how it plays out for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need to see the, the, the rise of Bane in this time.
2: I, I think it's just the, the idea of Joker and Riddler as cops and Hugo Strange as the commis- I just don't Care about any of that? That's yeah. not appealing to me. But I was just reading this and I just felt like, why? And uh,
0: i don't and know, like why? Jaded reading it.
1: But then, but then I have other questions. Like, why isn't Two Face playing along? Like, you well, know, no, is
0: no, he... it's not that he's not playing along, Matt. It's just that they've not gotten to him well, yet. That, that's what the end no, of his story I, is here. I,
1: I get that, but right, but like he's been a thorn in Bane's side, right? Like, why? Why did he decide, like, oh, no, this is not Bane City, you know? So he decides to fight against him as he almost becomes a, a vigilante himself. You know? I like that. You know?
0: Yeah, because he doesn't agree with him, essentially. Huh? Yeah. You know? Still got but enough. I,
1: see, I, also, I also feel that, a, a, you know, appeals to his Harvey side versus his Two-Face side.
0: Yeah, he's got enough of his Harvey still in him, too. Yeah.
1: it's all, So it's all, I like that type of stuff. So there's still enough in there. I mean, I'm already in for the long haul. I ain't going
0: nowhere, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, we're at seventy-five out of eighty-five.
2: And that's that's the only thing that's making me think. Oh well, maybe I should keep going. But then I'm going. If I do that, I'm going to get to you know bat and cat and go. Well, I should probably read that as well. So that's like another year. I'm like, do, do I want to? Over a year, because. Well, no, I mean, that... I mean, yeah, the the bat and cat's another year. Right. So I mean, yeah. it's,
0: it's almost a year and a half from now, give or take. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, but I mean, Bat and Cat could yeah. could be his weirdest, most self indulgent thing yet, because it's his own money now. Um, but it also could be a stroke of genius. It could be the Mister Miracle of Batman. You know, like it it could very it could. well be that. <laughs> it's it's hard to tell at this point. Um, I don't know. Um, I'd say this issue is is it's murky in some ways but it's arguably the most interesting the book has been in a while because it's, it's, it's clearly defined what the premise says it said this is what the book's this what this art's going to be about it's about bane's taking over the city he's he's like brainwashed all these villains to perform these roles um as an insult essentially to say hey i can control them and you can't um and presumably we'll have Batman and Catwoman storming back in and taking the city, maybe with other allies. Who knows? Like what? I mean, has he taken out other allies? Is some of the Bat family, you know, subdued somewhere because Bane's taken over? I, I guess we'll mm-hmm. find out. Uh, sort of thing we might get in the next issue. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm very skeptical though. I'm very skeptical because we've been let down so much with with uh, this book in the last yep. year. Does it, it just
2: out of interest? Because uh, obviously you 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 at least enjoyed this issue. Only does does ten issues feel like a lot for this story? Like to to me, that seems like more than I would have expected.
0: Well, also, I said earlier, I said I, I have no idea if half of this is going to be wheel spinning. It de- yeah, I, I don't know. Right. Um, it it depends. Like. Is there a story in the city? Well, is a story about Batman like training up to come come back and take it? You know, as there's a dual story going on. Like, is, is there? You know, as Babs running around Gotham trying to do something and hold out, waiting for Batman to come back or, or something? I don't know. Whatever the story could be. You know, where, yeah. where where's Commissioner Garden? Hugo Strange is taking his job. where, where is he? Because it. Cause the only person we get to see whose job has been replaced essentially is alfred he's the only one that we get to see sort of what he's actually doing um but where is alfred where, where is you know well we see bullock i suppose briefly but
2: yeah Bullock's um, but
0: looks
2: there um again him. surname
0: yeah so i don't know some questions um yeah i hope it's good i, ho- I hope it's, I, ho- I hope it sticks a landing it makes me go oh hey it, it kind of came back round at the end
2: um <laughs> It's kind of sad if that's like the most positive. Like, if that's where you go, oh, hey, yeah,
0: I guess it was okay in the end. Well, I still really like the first half of this run. Like, I was yeah. really into no, I, the first I half do of this as run. Well. Yeah. So,
2: that's like 40 issues or so. Give or take, you know, a couple here or there are pretty great.
0: Yeah. Um, so, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see where it goes. Uh, Matt, what are you giving it? I'm going to give it,
1: and this is amazing, based on the uh, Garrett's part, but I'm going to give it a
0: 6.5. Okay. Connor?
2: Uh, it probably would have been a 3.5, but I'll give it a 4 for Garrett's art at the end.
0: Not um, I'm going to give it a straight 7. Um, skeptical. Not ready to jump for joy or anything like that, but um, there's certainly parts of this issue that I really like, especially the ending. Um. So we'll see. Uh, all right, so we'll move on then to Justice League issue twenty-eight. James Tyne in the fourth, right with Javier Fernandez and Daniel Samper on the on the art uh, so Jean and Kendra are off to see Lex. She thinks it's a bad idea. Um Lex Not has wrong. tech to basically act as telepathy to con- to contact Jean. Um and says, Knock her out or I'm not gonna to speak to you and you'll never find me, ever. Um and so he knocks her out with his with his abilities and he's like, secret doorway bitch and yep. and
2: uh, then he has these little spider bots that carry her.
0: Yeah. Yep. Here here's my secret out of creepily Out of yep. out of sync with reality base that's fancy and hidden. Mm-hmm. That's so Lex. It's very it Lex. Is. Yep. Um and he wants Jaunty to join him and accept that dooms the the way forward. That, and he, he, or even more specifically, he wants to merge and start a new master race, coming from right.
1: So, so he wants to do what Perpetua failed to do because of her overseers, you know, from from outside of the realm of reality. Yeah, which was to create the apex predators. So, uh, the,
2: the I love human it. Martian ah. hand on yeah. lex's hey, face when he's saying this when he's like look i know yeah. i know i'm the man of science and here i am you know a, a believer
0: yeah here's the uh, thing for me i i don't know if i like this i just it feels so unlex like to me see here's the thing he's, though it's he's
2: still, embraced full doom though it's still kind of ultimate as well a little bit selfish he's the one becoming the apex predator right yeah. it's him that's being the 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 pinnacle of evolution
0: uh, cause you were mentioning the art uh, on his face. There's a page where I actually didn't like the way he looked at all. Uh, where he's laughing maniacally when he's talking to. Oh, I thought that, yeah.
2: that that's why I love that look. Yeah,
1: like... he's so far off the deep end now. Yeah, I just like, he is he has killed his human self. He is now this apex likes
0: yeah and... but here's, here's my problem though is I, I don't feel we've actually built to him losing his mind like this like I, I read this and went oh he's completely psychotic now I don't know when, when I did... was,
1: I was, as soon as he blew up LexCorp Tower and you know had Brainiac fashion in his body that's yeah, where he I'm was like, kind no, of he's...
0: on the deep end right
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, but I, I guess what I'm saying is, is, I never really f- felt the build to it before that, but I just never really thought about yeah. it too much to let it bother I, me. But now that we've jumped ahead to this, and he's laughing maniacally and wants to start a new species with Jean.
1: So, <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of, you know, I listen to the show called called um, what's shit. It's the name of it. I keep wanting to say Monster Quest, that it's not, but it's basically it's a it's a science based. Uh, science-based podcast that looks at monsters and creatures and whatnot. And he's been talking about Lovecraft a lot lately. And what I used to think that Lovecraftian meant was like this unseen evil, right, that you never quite really get to see. But there was always a piece of that that I was missing, which also involves the madness of those who have seen it. And I feel like Lex's journey from the start of Snyder here, from, from post uh, No Justice has been very Lovecraftian in that way, right? Where he was shown this doom, and this is the, the way that it goes. Yeah. And he has driven himself mad trying to achieve this main, you know, probably impossible task.
2: And 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 trying to become what you know, the, the mother of the universe thinks is the best mm-hmm. thing. He's right. like, I can and, be that. And, I, yeah, if and,
0: I actually got that story yeah. told to me, I might be into it.
1: <laughs> But see, I, I feel that's where we've had it from you know, him leaving the Justice League and starting the Injustice I don't know, why not? Because I, like,
0: I feel like all we've really had from was a lot of monologues about how Doom's the way forward. I don't feel like I've actually gotten a story where I've seen him like go through an arc where he's had a breaking point.
1: So it wasn't the, the magic doorknob and him bashing Vandal Savage to death with it? That, that wasn't his Breaking Bad moment for you?
0: Yeah, but that was right at the start. That was like, like issue, what, one? <laughs>
1: Is that
0: the first one, yeah, that was the first one uh, for I'm, sure.
1: I am, I am buying into it. I am, I like this Lex. I like, am
2: too, and I, I like that even he's aware of the irony. Like you know, you know that now he's he's a complete zealot uh, in in uh, for, for perpetua and he's like, no, this is yeah. it's 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 weird, but it still isn't un-Lex. because like I say it's so selfish of him that he's like, no, 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 you know, he can be better than every every other living life form by by being this that's it's kind of ultimate lex Mm
0: mm-hmm i like this lex i'll like they've done enough to make me buy that he's turned into this it just it feels forced for the sake of the story to me but you know whatever i i I did not like this issue that much i mean i guess that's what i'm boiling up to um I, i didn't like where the lex stuff goes um, they all, i mean, the other fine. You know, you've got uh, the Justice League and the antimatter, you know, quart. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Looking for uh, and, and I like, anti-matter.
1: I like, yeah, I like that the it's a trap, right? And you know, uh, John has them, you know, encased, you know, with with Green Lantern energy.
2: And he's like, we can't Anton fight Natter, Natter. Them.
1: Yeah. You know, and then just you know, he went through. He killed all the weaponers, which that was that was sad. You know, because yeah. because I like those dudes, they got
0: a good look, so yeah. But he's uh, but yeah. he's left
2: them a message, you know, you know in, in big uh, the, the
0: blood on the floor. Yep. Yeah, don't follow me, basically. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that stuff is fine. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, nice little bit with uh Shane Starman and uh, and Starro as well. Mm-hmm. Jarro, you mean? jaro, jaro oh, sorry, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, him saying, oh, yeah, Jaro can connect to my mind. So I prefer the word conquer. Yeah. It just to just me up.
1: Yeah, Jaro's, Jaro's pretty great. The stuff with Shane, I'm still not quite. Because um, they think about it too much about how I, he's I, existing.
2: I, I like that, though, that they're addressing that because yeah. the whole thing with him is like, but I shouldn't exist. And, you know, he's got, like this right. literal existential crisis. Mm-hmm. He is existential existential crisis personified. Exactly, you know? and and Stan was like, "No, oh, you're you're you know being a being of possibility," and it's like, "Well, mm-hmm. possibility That's is enough thing.
1: sometimes." Yeah, um, but no, I just it, it it drives home that you know the whole idea of doom versus justice, and it's like this idea of of a self fulfilling prophecy versus you know like Shane's a possibility, right? Yeah. He isn't what is going to happen. You know,
2: but it's this cuts.
1: uncertainty, and that's what the opposite of doom is, right? Doom's a, a certain belief that everything's going to end terribly. Yeah, and where Shane's like, "Well, no, I'm here, so something is still still up."
2: You know, yeah. it's. Yeah. I think yeah. I imagine they would get to a point where he would vanish out of existence mm-hmm. if they crossed the point where that future was no longer ever possible right. Like there was no right. uh, basically if if it gets to a point where uh there is no chance of a relationship between kendra right. and jean that's right. when shane ceases to exist yeah. um but what this tells us unless he's vanished you know after this lex right. thing that we haven't seen although i don't think so yeah. Yeah. um it tells us that even now after all this there's still a chance that those two can, can be together and have shane
1: right and that, so so the thing that happens with Lex here is this is all a trap from the beginning for Jean. That the moment he stepped foot in there, Lex was going to assimilate him, anyways. You know, and it's even against his will.
2: Um, uh, some great art with, with uh, Jean kind of melting. Yeah. It's kind of the best way I can describe it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And-, and we're getting a, a Jaro issue next time. Yeah, but
0: see, prelude to just gonna, more.
1: Yeah, I was gonna complain about like Lex and this whole—he has this plan and he executes it and everything goes off without a hitch—and that's kind of a problem, you know, because he's already like he already knows he's one. He's just going through the the motions, but like, what if John kind of suspected this and this is how he brings and he's down? He's trying Luthor. to
2: play him from the inside.
1: Yeah, because don't forget, he was a cop, right? He was a manhunter.
2: Yeah,
1: on Mars, so. Like, it seems like it's tragic right now. But I've read enough Tynan and Snyder to know nothing's ever what it seems.
2: Um, yeah. But, yeah. No, I was, I was digging this issue.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked a lot of it. It was, you know, the Apex luck, luck stuff, though. Just I mean, I'm just not feeling it. I, like... My my problem with a lot of this run has been just these big ridiculous concepts without any actual yeah. build to make them feel well, like they're earned.
1: This is this is part of the course though, because I feel like every arc, Pete's had this point. Yeah, and me and Connor are like, no man, we buy into it. It's fine. Yeah, and because this happened in uh, in the 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 Aquaman one, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and John Earth, and then this happened with the Hawk World stuff. Yep. Yeah. That this happened in the sixth dimension yeah now it's happening here so I just feel like Pete I think Pete puts his guards down and then he gets really into whatever else is going on and
2: then something like this happens and he gets pulled right back out Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Pete maybe willfully overlooks some of the stuff that me and Matt because me and Matt are insistent that, that this stuff is there yeah. in the book and we're going no we're, we're getting this it's translating yeah. to us I don't know if it's just because Pete doesn't like those things so kind of not, not, not uh, consciously, but kind of un- yeah. subconsciously, just kind of overlooks those things and goes doesn't, just doesn't think about them too much because then it can't detract.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh. this is the th- problem with Snyder for a long time though, is is yeah. I don't think he builds to his concepts in a way that is satisfying for me. Where I feel mm-hmm. like they, and I know this is a Tynan issue, and Tynan's written the last few issues. Yeah, but, it's a, it's a... but like it's this constant thing with him where he just throws out these big concepts and there may be a little teases there might be things that kind of hint towards it or whatever but that's not what i'm talking about i'm not talking about that i'm talking about mm-hmm. actually th- dramatically and emotionally building to things so they actually feel that they're earned um you know no i love nothing more than when i'm reading a comic book or i'm watching a tv show and after like a couple of seasons or you know a couple of arcs or whatever i look back and if you describe what's happened after you know however many issues It's like, well, it actually sounds kind of insane when you say it out loud like that, but it doesn't feel that way when you're reading it because it feels like the characters are learning things at a pace and they're accepting things and acting appropriately to things at a pace where it feels like everything has this weight to it where it's like, no, by the time you get to the insane thing that happens, you know, two thirds through the story, it just feels like, yeah, of course we're at that point because everything's been building and by the time we get there, it feels natural. I love that in storytelling and Snyder's storytelling is the complete goddamn opposite of that, where he just fires these ridiculous over the top things out at me. And I just kind of like, eh, okay, you know, like it's going to sound really harsh, but it does come across to me like almost fan fiction at times where it's just, no, I just throw out these big wacky IDs. I'm just going to do things because I had the idea. Well, and that's
1: where I feel like he's being curved on that with Tynan. Cause I feel like Tynan's written half of this arc by now. You know? Yeah,
0: like, he
2: Yeah.
1: So I feel like Tynan's reining in some of those impulses and we're getting those little. Because didn't we see what led him to the doorknob was, you know, the whole, that whole potential future where yeah. he won and that's where he dies into doom. And that was set before.
2: Yeah, because it, it was where he went to like whatever yeah. year it was and and they all worship Lex. And he right. was like, oh, I and, like and that. Was a Tynan,
1: and that was a Tynan issue, right?
2: Probably. There's yeah, do miss so, you. So it would have been, yeah,
1: yeah. So I can kind of see where Pete's coming from the Snyder stuff, but then I feel like Tynan comes through, and and I don't know if that's how it's plotted. Maybe it's not plotted in the way. But when I look at the, when I think of the grand s- scheme of it, right, not the exact order it's coming out in, I'm um, I see Lex going from point A like, to
2: point like, B. Yeah, where we are now, Lex being at this point doesn't feel surprising to me. Mm-mm. like there's a bit where you know where you see his face you go oh shit he's really gone down yeah. and it's like a surprise in that sense but i think jean's kind of got the same reaction there it's like oh okay maybe underestimated lex a tad here yeah but it wasn't like out of nowhere it wasn't like oh this is unrealistic that we got to this point it, it was just a oh okay he's mm-hmm. a bit further gone than, than i realized
0: yeah it doesn't feel around to me i, I feel like this is such a big character shift for Lex and how he is because he's such a composed dude most of the time. Obviously, Superman gets under his skin and so on and so on, but right. um, changing him this drastically, okay, if you're going to give me a story where he gets to this point, I'm fascinated by that. Uh, tell me that story. Let me get excited by the, the breakdown of him and what, what events trigger it and uh, s- you know, slow me, sh- slowly show me his demeanor change, slowly show me how his, his decision-making is... is deteriorating in a way that, that kind of gets to this point um and for me i, I was i was reading this issue and I, I just you know i got i got to the crazy face page and i'm like oh i guess this is lex now <laughs> okay
1: this is my life now
0: <laughs> and obviously some of this is subjective but for me i just i don't feel like yeah. this emotionally has been built to to a point where i just i it feels right it feels like Okay, I guess we're just doing this with Lex because this is the story we're doing, and because it, we it, all know that you know, at, at a year's time, we're going to have regular Lex back. Like, there's no, yeah. this doesn't. This is
1: going to backfire on him majorly, and I think that's what Shane represents, right? Is that possibility that Lex,
0: the, fails. the fact that
2: Shane still exists means that yeah. that Lex can still fail, right? That's that's kind of the whole point of him being there and the conversation. I mean, I mean, I'm the not staff. disputing
0: that. I'm disputing that even if he no. fails, he's lived through this and he's been through this. Right. But then he goes back to being regular Lex. And obviously that happens all the time in comic books. And ultimately, you have to just kind of accept that things get reset and status quo's happening. Yeah. Yeah. But because yeah. of that, I'm saying it's even more important that when the stories do happen, that you just care about the story on its own merits because you just kind of have to accept that it's probably going to get wiped right. to some extent. Um, eventually. eventually. Yeah. So... Um, so, for me, when it's not hitting those points, it, not only am I not really buying into what it's doing, it also feels doubly phony to me because, well, it's going to, we're going to forget this was ever a version of Lex in a few years' time because we're going to be back to traditional businessman Lex kind of thing. So, it kind of it compounds it a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I've complained enough. I don't know. I don't have any more to say about this. <laughs> yeah uh i'll keep i'll keep reading i I will say this though justice league's not a book i look forward to anymore It's one that like i i read because it's the it's the the flagship team book and i read it and i come in here and i'll i'll sometimes have some positive things to say i often have a lot of negative things to say and i just kind of go with it but at least every so often what every five or six issues you get an issue that you really do enjoy i I do i enjoyed the first issue of this arc i I recall Mm -hmm.
2: yeah but like every so often, you'll get one that you really enjoy. And you're like, oh, yeah, look, that's why you're still reading it.
0: Yeah. It's a lot of overall things. Um, which, admittedly, I probably wouldn't feel as compelled to complain about it as much, but you two were sitting praising. I'm like, well, I can't. No, i have got to sit here and put up an alternate <laughs> you argument. Yeah, tell
1: them that they're wrong, because that's my default setting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's not that. But it's like you're sitting praising. I'm like, well, I can't have everyone thinking I just agree with them. Because I'm not saying anything. Because that's what it implies. It implies that I agree. So uh, I have to... See,
1: this happened with him and the boy with Tim because he thought Tim was joking. <laughs> so now people think that Pete likes the boy because he didn't fight Tim enough. <laughs> <sighs> I got to say, that's one of my favorite Twitter things right now is is Tim's love of the boy and Pete's hatred of it. Uh, like...
0: he's, a, he's a madman. He's a madman. Uh Boy fear the vampire slayer. I just,
2: I just want to say, I found out about Alan Moore's retirement this week from uh, yeah. thanks to Tim's tweet claiming that that meant he was now the greatest living comic writer.
0: <laughs> are you
1: sure that Tim hasn't sold, wait a minute. Are we sure that Tim hasn't sold out to
2: Doom? <laughs> and he's slowly losing it? I feel, I, I feel like I need to find the tweet. T-
0: t- t- Tim is not aligned with Doom. Tim, if anything, is aligned with Chaos.
1: Well, and that's what we kinda of said that that this doom was. It was you know I mean sure there's a little bit more order into that chaos, but with the way that the future, you know, Lex society described it, it was kind of more chaos to the justice's order.
2: Um it, it, so. this this was his sweet. Well now that Alan Moore is officially retired from comics, I guess that makes me the undisputed best living comic book writer. Don't believe me? Buy a copy of Goat Goatman in the Midnight Delivery
0: Number One and see for yourself. That's, which, not, that's which just you guys should do. That's sales tactics. That's all that is. He's, yeah, he's, basically, know, but... he's basically saying, "Prove me wrong," but you can only prove him wrong by giving him money for but his comment.
2: Thing, I think he believes it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no way he thinks that he's better than um, Hellboy's creator, Mike Mignola. There's no way. That's that's true. He pro- yeah. No, he's
2: too much. He, he's he said best living comic book writer. He probably goes, Well, he's a better artist than me. I don't know, have you seen Timmy's art? Well, it's not bad. I'm just saying that that's <laughs> probably how much he looks up to him now Um
0: Oh dear. All right. Well that's the Justice League. Um Wait, we didn't did, we didn't read it. I know, I was just getting to the riddles yeah, yeah. Um, oh, okay. Um uh, I mentioned the, the art, which I thought was a little bit uh up and down because of the two artists. It was a little bit inconsistent. Yeah.
2: They were not super complimentary artists.
0: No. Uh, no. So I, both of them individually were perfectly decent. There was one or two um, panels of Jean I thought he looked a bit too skinny. But I mean. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, you know, on that. Uh, what think... are we rating him, Matt? i mean, it was 7.5. Cool.
1: I'll, I'll go with an
0: 8. Matt was fighting me over it that much on a 7.5. God damn it. <laughs> um, I will give it. 5.5. 5. All right. Mm. There you go. That will take us on to hopefully something that we're all more positive about. That is Aquaman issue 50. Kelly Sue conic writing with Robson Roca on the art. Again, uh, anniversary oversized issue. Uh, your, your $5 issue. Mm. Right. We had multiple artists, Pete. What's that?
2: I
1: think we had multiple artists. Yeah. Uh, Eduardo Pansica was on it as well.
2: Pansica.
0: Oh, ah, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. What can I say? I, I, I make... But actually, I don't make mistakes. Comicsology makes mistakes. So,
1: so, I haven't read a lot of, you know, just say like I haven't read a lot of Matt Fraction. I also haven't read a lot of Kelly Sue. Uh huh.
0: Um,
1: but I can pretty much say her Aquaman is now my favorite thing she's ever done. Um, and it was a short
2: list since I haven't read a lot I've, of it. I've tried a lot of Kelly Sue things, and typically I don't enjoy them. Yeah. So I was actually quite cautious going into I, this story. Uh, uh, I I
1: read the first two trades of her her Captain Marvel when she she made Carol, you know, the Captain. Yeah. Again, and I really enjoyed that. A lot of fun aviation stuff, a lot of, you know, history with with women astronauts and whatnot. And it's really good and it's really stuck stuck to me. However, wow. this stuff with the gods and now how it's playing in to the Aquaman mythos at large. Hmm. Like I feel like this is how I felt when I read Iron Fist for the first time. Like I liked Iron Fist or Immortal Iron Fist. You know, cool character, Kung Fu, teams with Power Man, whatnot. But, you know, Fraction and Brew Baker took it to that next level. Yeah. I, I may
0: never I might never read that just because I hated the TV show so much. I don't want to ever read the I'm name so, Diorand no, again. I'm so
2: glad I read that before the T V show.
1: Yeah. No, no no Pete, trust me. If if you like
2: I don't think kind people of. like it as much as us because he doesn't enjoy Lemire's Green Hour run as much as us.
1: But it's... I think he'll enjoy the... the um, Randall. What's his name? I'm running a, uh,
0: oh, the, the previous...
1: It. Yeah. God. He wants to say Rand Kai, but that's what they call both of them. Orson Randall. I that's think he'll it. enjoy yeah. the Orson story. You know, uh, because it is that gritty, brew bakery... Yeah. Part. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, but I'm saying this is taking Aquaman. And I, and I liked, you know, I went back on, on your guys' recommendation uh, to the Abnett stuff when I had dropped it and I really enjoyed it. And I love the John's arc. I've never read the Peter David Aquaman,
0: but so, it's this far, list.
1: yeah. But thus far, out of all the Aquaman stuff I've ever read just through, I think, what has it been? Six, five,
0: six issues. No, yeah, well, this is, this is the this, start of the second arc. So yeah, we're just, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think, it is.
2: This is in my favorite Aquaman stories already. I think it's not quite taken over f- from uh, Abnett stuff once we got, you know,
0: undersea. Uh, and we right. had all the seas. trade stuff. and all that, yeah. Which is trade drop dropping this. I like how that continuity is yep. kind of.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's still probably my high point of Aquaman reading right now. Yeah. yeah. But up, up, up this has this point, the potential.
1: Throne of Atlantis was my favorite Aquaman story. Just, you know. Yeah. Um,. A lot, a lot of big fun stuff. Here, though, just... Well, the history of Amnesty Bay...
0: Yeah, well, that's the know. thing. Uh, like this, this issue starts with a story that It turns out to be uh, the cop whose name I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, I can't remember either. Uh, I want to say it's friend. Maggie,
1: but it's not. Maggie's the firefighter in yeah. action that we haven't seen um,
0: forever. She's telling the story, A, uh, about this, uh, this captain who was the sole survivor of his ship because of his own negligence. Um... He
1: was drunk on the job,
0: yep. Um, which is how it relates to why she's telling us a an AA mean. Um, but he feels so guilty that he builds a lighthouse, and he's you know, it, it the story we find out later has basically no ending. But can I just say my favorite panel of this book, and probably my panel of the week when I get there? I mean, not to spoil it, but uh, yeah, is the, is the monster in the story when he's in the and lighthouse on his second own,
1: time. yeah
0: yeah that's that's that panel is so good and i'm like are we getting to goddamn like like not cthulhu quite but like almost lovecraftian long... monsters coming in here and
1: yeah like like sea monsters like yeah. that would
2: so point the, 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 the god stuff though wouldn't it like okay well we've got the gods then what about all the, the ancient the creatures old gods.
0: yeah
1: yeah um,
0: i really like that and obviously yeah the issue is like aquaman and the gods show up at amnesty bay he's back he doesn't go and see mira Mira doesn't want to come and see him. Oh, Wonder man. Woman does show up though and tries to give him some advice and finds out that she's pregnant. And she's like, "She told you she was pregnant and you just ran away." <laughs> is that, is yeah, that...
1: that's not the best thing there, Arthur. And he's like, "But no, Diana, it's not what you thought it was." And she goes, "Well, what would it be?" Like, I love, I love that they sent Diana there, the you know, the ambassador hmm. to to check on him.
0: Can I, can I just say, it's a good thing that Kid, the, the cake he was holding, was wrapped. Because I feel like most cakes don't have a cover on them when you're carrying them like that. No. He's lucky. No,
1: when you're presenting them to Aquaman, you you, you want to have it look a little bit nicer.
2: I mean, to be you fair, know. it's come from an actual bakery, by the sounds of mm-hmm. it. Like that. So bakeries tend to package their cakes Although... in like a box.
0: Yeah, but it's in like a bag, though. You can see there, it's, like, it's got like a ribbon. I've never seen a cake packed like that.
2: Yeah. Uh i definitely have in, in in some
0: bakeries in a box sure I mean, obviously i expect the cake in a box i mean
1: yeah well let me just say too the fact how much arthur loves cereal i can't <laughs> eat cereal too much anymore because milk doesn't number on me oh, no, but no, i I'm, miss
0: I'm, it
2: i'm with him
1: so i i oh, am hold on, a second, hold on a second
0: yeah can we talk about the cake in the cereal or kicking the milk rather? that's what
1: i was getting to yeah uh, kelly sue establishes that that cereal is his favorite food he hasn't had it in forever. So he's just going as hard as he can. It's like me with Taco Bell after not having it for a week. You know? He's just going hard.
0: Matt, you a have week. a problem. Yeah. You can't go a week without craving Taco Bell. That is a problem. <laughs>
1: no. It's because they put stuff in it. I don't
0: know what they put in it, but anyways. It is real good.
1: Um, yeah. So, and then he takes the cake, pours milk over it, and proceeds to eat it cereal style.
2: <laughs> I kind of want to try it. Maybe is I, I like cake more that way.
1: yeah. He, he goes have, haven't you ever you know had things cereal style before and they're like that's not a thing he's like well, make, milk makes everything better
0: i mean yeah i like drink i think i like to kind a drink of milk after eating a bite of cake usually mm-hmm. but I, I don't pour the milk on the cake but why not why not try it because it'd make have it you, all so, soft and have you ever
2: nice. had bread with milk
1: where mm. you where you dunk like a, a french loaf like that
0: style bread in milk uh, no. no, that's more of a soup thing for my, me, but
1: <laughs> yeah, my dad swore it was a thing, right? And maybe it was just his family it was weird, right? But you'd get like a, a crustier loaf of white bread it was, you know, not, not quite stale, but not fresh and to soften it, you'd dunk it in milk a little bit and you know what? It wasn't bad. Hmm. So maybe Arthur's onto something.
2: Maybe. Yeah, uh, uh, I found uh, her, her name's Erica, by the way. Erica. See, Can't spell
0: America the- without Erica. Erica. I'll well, never forget it. Well,
2: spelt with a K in this one.
0: Okay, face the Mortal Kombat version of America, but it still works.
1: i say there's there, there's certain people in this country that would love to spell it that way because they envision that World War Two in another way.
0: Oh, sure, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going so So the same with Mira, which isn't what to go to Arthur because they're, they're both kind of playing it as off. Oh, they want to see me, the other one will. You know, call. Yeah,
1: um, complete dysfunctional relationship at yeah. this point now.
0: Volko is shocked to hear that Mira plans on marrying him just to because so a, a, they because the, the, the yeah they want a wedding they want like they want her to be married and well, she's like ah, Volko. Will do.
1: <laughs> yeah, when when the queen's knocked up, and and the, who's supposed to be her consort's not there, you know, uh, Satya the the. Lady that runs the widowhood is like, that's not a good look, Your Highness. Although, if I mirror, I'm like, I do what I want, I attained
2: this. You I, know? I, I think uh, she's still fresh to the throne, doesn't want to have a public scandal that might weaken no, her. No, but when,
1: when you think of how she got to the throne doing things her way,
2: you just, yeah, you know. I get that. Um, I'm but the moment where she's like, oh, you know, how, how can you tell I'm pregnant? Like, Anyone with eyes can tell. You kind of start yeah. to show.
1: And I did like how they did the TV trope of her constantly, her stomach was covered in some way. Like, you never get mm. a clean shot.
2: Yeah, she was of the, the ribbon around it. Uh-huh. Ribbon, and so,
1: so I kind of like that. You know, like when a, you don't know a woman's pregnant on a TV show until she touches her belly. And you're like, oh, okay. Like, it's the mm. shorthand. But, yeah, Volko... <laughs> that failure of a statesman. That that's, that's your game <laughs> All
0: right. Yeah, um, yeah. So Erika buys the new gods uh, or the old gods rather, it's uh, some some milkshakes. Fro-
2: frozen hot chocolates.
0: Frozen hot chocolates. Which yeah.
2: th- kind of can't exist by definition. Well,
1: uh, yes and no, right? Because hot chocolate here, it's 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 cocoa that's just frozen, because. Cocoa is different than like chocolate milk or a milkshake. It has a different consistency. So when you freeze it, it's more like a slurpee than a milkshake. It's a little bit more frosty. You know what I mean? Does this make any sense to you? This sounds terrible.
2: But I don't, I don't really like yeah. chocolate drinks either. So you know. Yeah.
1: So I mean, I like a good chocolate milkshake, but um, it's more like a you know like a consistency of a snow cone. It's a little bit icy. That was the the frozen hot
0: chocolate I've had before. Hmm. Baffles me. Yeah. yeah so it's weird. Erica and Ackerman have the idea if they can figure out who owns the land to put the the old gods in the old lighthouse, like fix it up, and and yeah, have just if out have that island because yeah. no one's living there. Um, and that's when we get the great panel when she's finishing the story, saying, oh, one day he just disappeared," but we see there's all these giant tentacles and it's it's all dark and it's coming through oh. the, the fog.
1: And I love how they go, Oh, is that Arthur's lighthouse? And they go, Oh no, this is this is the old one. And we see it's in like that's like it's half
2: ruined. Yeah, it's it's kind of yeah, like Badly And, still that, there. and,
1: and the, that when the Currys came to Amnesty Bay, they set up another lighthouse. So yeah. That's that's Arthur's. And
0: it's got it's got this little bit of a, like a Dracula style bit of writing here where mm-hmm. it establishes he had a journal and he was writing that something was hunting him, which really made me think of those old books.
2: Yeah. yeah, and 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 you know they talk about how oh you know no no one wanted to live there because sea folk are a bit superstitious and I'm, I bet they're all going yeah we know. <laughs> um,
1: there's this story about and it's a real life story. These two guys I don't know if this is what that movie that just recently came out called The Lighthouse was based on, but there there were three guys that were maintaining a lighthouse that just up and disappeared in the late I want to say it was like. Semi-recent, it was like the late 40s or something, that no trace, no one's ever been found. The oil was still burning in the lantern. The uh, captain's log had not mentioned, just the storm was coming through. So I'm kind of wondering if this is kind of... His story is a little bit based off of that, or if that's just a common occurrence with lighthouse keepers. Um, you know?
0: Yeah, that movie's not actually out wide yet, though. He, like It doesn't even um, really state for... Like, gotcha. Proper, really well, shit.
1: That's that's kind of what it's about, right? It's two two dudes living in a lighthouse and a complex relationship or whatever.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know what the actual plot is. I just know it's it's a horror yeah. story and there's two dudes in a lighthouse. It's, Cause who directed
1: it? It's someone.
0: It's, it's uh, Robert Eggers who did The Witch.
1: That's right. So I need that's to know. right.
0: I, I don't need to know what the plot is. I'd rather not know. I'll go yeah. in blind.
1: Well then, no, I'll, I, I'm the going to look it
2: up right now, and I just won't say anything to you.
0: That's fine. That's fine. Uh, so like, Aqu- until he's smug where
2: it's you go, yep it's what I was just saying
0: Aquaman gets a call and we get our introduction in the comics to, to Jackson so get a new Aqualad oh, that's pretty cool yeah.
2: haven't seen him in a while yeah we, we did have him in something... Teen Titans was it Teen Titans
1: yeah and then he left um... we haven't seen him since uh, Damien took over that team with the new characters
2: hmm what sounds about right
1: no
0: yeah oh with the new characters yeah but he was there when damien the first chunk of rebirths titans yeah that's
1: what i mean when he took over Um, with the new characters and he had the secret prison and whatnot he does uh jackson's
0: gone he does seem to have a completely new haircut unless he got that somewhere else yeah in the last while that looks he
1: definitely looks like the young justice version more than ever right
0: um bar in the hairstyle yeah 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 the outfit's a bit more um, no, it's also been interesting actually having him interact with Aquaman and being a supporting character in this. I'm sure Kelly Stewart's got something she wants to do. And you know, th- this issue promised the return of Black Manta, which we get in the final scene. I will say, the only disappointing thing about this issue is that the return of Black Manta scene ended up just being the Lex Luthor drone like, making an offer mm-hmm. scene. Oh no. That is the only I'm problem I these. have with this. Make, it, it Mike, 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 Mike. So the it also reminded me of
1: the movie his introduction
0: there sure yeah because of the submarine
2: yeah okay
0: i can see it um i mean it was nice to see him i i think it's going to be a he's going to play a pivotal role i think the fact that we've got jackson involved certainly says that we're going to be doing some stuff with that probably um almost certainly yeah so you know i'm excited to see him he looks good but i was like oh it's just cause as soon as i saw the drone and like the second last page i was like oh it's just going to be this
1: yeah <laughs>
0: So yeah. this year the villain stuff was just annoying me so far because it's taking away like a page or two at the end of uh of books.
2: Yeah, I think the only ones that, that I really was that was the Hulkman one last week. I thought that was used really well because yeah. it actually tied into what happened in that issue rather than just being, hey, this is going to happen in the next few issues.
0: Yeah, which is
2: kind of what this one is like. Hey, in the next few issues, we'll we'll get to we'll get to Black Manta. You'll see.
0: I'll be honest. I wonder how much it's going to even affect some of the books, like. Are we actually going to see the effect of them getting stuff from Lex in the stories, or is it just no, no? That little I, scene was there because they want to make the appeal. I, I think it
2: little column a, a, little column B. Like it'll be they'll have new gadgets or new power. It'll be slightly more enhanced than normal because of this scene with Lex. You know, whatever they do in their plan will be one up
0: of their normal stuff, but.
2: I don't think it'll be I, that excessive for someone. I wonder of them.
0: how effective it will be. I wonder if it'll be very clear that they were told to like incorporate this and give them some new tech, but it won't really achieve anything because the writer didn't have any plans for them to have a story where the, the villain suddenly got better tech or whatever. Yeah.
2: So it'll just be
0: like, Yeah, it's the same story, it's just they're a little bit more efficient at this one thing. Yes. So it'll be completely meaningless. Uh I don't want to be too negative on this because I actually really like this issue. Uh mm-hmm. and I think what's impressive about it is it had a completely different vibe from the last arc. Um, without betraying it, because we've still got these, all these old god characters who are still relevant, I'm loving the, the, the big monster hunting, the dude in the flashbacks, and how that might play into stuff in the future. The actual kind of just fun element of like him being back in town and people reacting to him being back in town, and the serial and everything else.
2: Yeah, I love how he is with, with the town. He's like, hey, you know, I don't, how long have I been gone? I don't recognize any of those journalists out there. And they're like, no, that's because the locals know if you want to say something, you'll just go and tell them. Right. And uh, you kind of—it's been a while since we've had Aquaman just kind of in Amnesty Bay, and you kind of forgotten that that kind of just casual camaraderie that there is mm-hmm. there. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: a—it's a small town, but it's his town nonetheless. You know, yeah. it's like it's like if Superman was a, a character in Smallville instead of just Metropolis.
2: Yeah, because this you know? has been—I mean, it's been since before the Ninth Child stuff, I think, yeah. since we've been here permanently.
1: Well, because well, remember they put the. Um, they put the embassy for Atlantis there. Yeah. And that's what kicked off Abnett's run. Uh, and you have the whole Nemo organization with Black Manta. Yeah.
0: It, it, it kind of it just sort of gradually got less and less. And then by the time we got to ninth trade, it was just completely gone.
2: But that was the, yeah. the last time we saw it at all. was before yeah. that, I think.
0: Yeah. So that would have been around the early 20s, if not maybe even the late teens, the last time we saw it. So... Yeah. Hey, um, we'll get this issue though. Um, Pump for this arc, so Matt, what are you giving it? Oh,
1: yeah, that's one a nine. Connor, uh,
0: eight point five. I am going to give it a nine. Um, although I was tempted to go at the point five just because of that last scene, but I'm not going. To bl- I'm not <laughs> going to blame this issue for it. I- that's an editorial thing. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, it's it sucks a little bit on this one in particular, given that this is the oh, it's issue 50, these are the longer ones, the special ones, mm. and and it's like, well, we just wasted
0: three pages. But on the upside, it had a lot more pages, so I don't feel the, the hit so as much. So you don't feel it as yeah. bad, yeah. yeah. So, that is what it is. Uh, but that is Echo like 50, which will take us on to uh, the first of two Patreon picks every month on patreon.com slash uh, which is where you can go support us if you would like. Uh, you can support us Um. And One of the things you can do, you can, you can, one of the higher tiers is that people can pay to make me or Connor, or both in some cases, uh, read a book once per month. And Connor's going to do one of his, I'm going to do one of mine. Connor's got another one as well, which he'll probably do in the, the fifth week this month. This a, is a, a week fiver. Um, but uh, Connor's going to talk about Red Hood Outlaw issue 34. Written by Scott Luddell and art by maybe Pete Woods. He did the last one.
2: It was Pete Woods. I didn't actually think to check and tell you. Um, I just went, was it Pete Woods? I was like, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's one positive thing I can say about this book is uh, it's it's had very consistent art. The artists have typically been good. And also they tend to stick around for full arcs at the very least. Um, I mean, Pete Woods has been on. for. I mean, this is halfway through his second art now, I
0: think. Um, uh, has it been on since they changed the name? Yeah. There you go.
2: Yeah. So I mean, uh, that that's always just nice to see on any book. I think uh, to have that consistency. Uh, so yeah, this this starts before in another plane of existence, and I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, what are we doing here? And it's Jason, a younger Jason, fighting against some big monster with tentacles and shitloads of teeth and a lot of eyes. Uh and he's got a all blade. And the monster's like, Oh, they gave you an all blade, they must be desperate. Um but then he takes it out anyway. Um because his because he has more than one all blade. Because apparently an all blade is a physical manifestation of your soul. And then he throws like a lot of blades come flying out of his so he's like, oh I must have had a lot of soul back then. Uh, oh god yeah that was an actual line of dialogue you know uh, clearly I, just, I had a lot of soul back then
1: like i i like the idea of of infusing your blade with your soul right it's why katana works and uh it's one of the things in the wolverine story of of when they brought in dakin the whole idea of the muramasa blade right. and it was forged from a, a chunk of wolverine soul and that's why it's the only thing yeah, that can kill
2: I th- him. I think this is slightly different where it's not like a piece of their soul. It's because mm-hmm. they're in this other plane of existence. Your entire soul is physically represented <sighs> as a blade. And the, the, the stronger yeah, your a, soul, the God, better so the stupid weapon, I guess. I'm just, I'm kind of a, making some leaps here given right. context. I could, um, but yeah, no, he, he he fought the thing, saved the day. And then the old cast let him go. Because they were like, oh, cheers for saving the, the kids or whatever it was that he was doing. Um, then we, we cut to now and he's in Paris and he's having a d- date with the uh, the girl from last issue um, who was apparently from like issue 10 of the New 52 run. <laughs> uh, so obviously I don't remember this at all. Um with good reason obviously um but yeah they're, they're having a bit of a day and they're, they're reminiscing and going oh hey you know he, he sets out an extra drink because he was here with roy at one point and it's like oh in in his memory and uh apparently the last time they were here they were fighting mimes i vaguely remember that because yeah, that's I, what you want to do when you see a mime. that might have been in the annual maybe i don't know um but we cut back to the the iceberg lounge while we're there. Um, Miguel's running things. That's a, that's bunker for anyone who's forgotten. Um, he's got the most terrible exposition page. That it's among Lobdell's worst exposition pages ever. Actually, that's saying a lot. Yeah, no, this whole page is him go- you know, it's all, you know, come on, focus. We're, we're days away from being ready to reopen, but, you know, Jason wants us up and running tonight, and, You know, but he pays us the bu- the big bucks because I'm his executive assistant. It's not as glamorous as saving the world with the team Titans, but but it's helping deal with my, uh, being overwhelmed with my sonic powers. And it's like, oh, it's like my mind's keyed into reality that doesn't exist anymore, which now that I say it out loud, it, it has to be as crazy as it sounds. This job helps me keep my mind organized. That was an actual quote. That this is a full page. And then it gets to the end and I'm like, I'm, I'm there going, he's not saying this to anyone. What's going on? Why is he saying all this? And then as if Lobdell's gone, hmm, shit. Yeah, he should have been saying that to someone. He just puts in an extra bubble and go, now, if Jason can help me figure out how to stop talking to myself out loud so often. What? That doesn't excuse it. That doesn't make it better. It's still terrible writing. You just went, yeah, I know this is terrible writing. So here's an excuse. <laughs> oh know, but um Penguin, he's saying this in the room where penguins on the other side of the uh, the aquarium in his panic room but but it's uh, soundproof um so we can't hear him but he he knocks against the glass and it's it's supposed to be soundproof both ways so but miguel turns around as if he hears something or sees something even though you definitely can't so i'm not sure why um but just, just he's got that awareness that he's that something's there. But um, yeah, I don't know. Um, but we're back to Jason. He's he's still in Paris. He's finished his day. He's dropped her off at the hotel, and he's costumed up then, and he's uh he's jumping around, and he busts in on a bunch of mob bosses, the Euroblock, the Euroblock, who are the, the, the this is that the heads of the five biggest crime families in Europe. Representing Germany, England, Scotland, Russia, and Denmark. Because apparently those are the big five. Okay. Um, and and they're all so like.
1: Pete, well, Abdel's saying is
2: you're all criminals there. All
0: right. Yeah. You, I should, it was interesting. you should tread lately, Matt. That's all I'm saying. You should tread lately.
2: I, I yeah. thought it was interesting that all of Europe and he decides to separate England and Scotland and doesn't use, I don't know, Italy. Spain, you know, yeah. You know, anyone else? I, I don't know. It's not like a weird choice to me. I don't know, I'll give them some points actually. More, more people should separate Scotland and England when they're no, discussing no. them. I agree in context of that, but in the context of all of Europe, I feel like we didn't need Scotland and England. Uh, you know. Yeah, pick one or problem. the other.
1: Yeah. You know that's like having uh U.S. and Canada.
2: You know? Right, like have have all like England. I don't think there's any of the Med- there's none of the Mediterranean countries around here on this that we could have so gone. So it's with.
1: it's England, Scotland, Russia, and what are the other two?
2: Germany and Denmark.
1: Oh wow, that is a white AF.
2: <laughs> right, could cartel. have gone. You know, I mean, even if we got some, you know, some some Spanish, Italian, Greek. I don't know. Like there's, there's things you could do that would make this more interesting. I think who we yeah but um but uh, basically they're like hey no we were summoned by jason todd you know the new owner of the iceberg land we're not here to waste time with people uh, hired assassins wearing pajamas and he's like oh, well jason actually works for me so he's the public face of my business interests and uh lies and tells them that he doesn't know what happened to Cobblepot. he just bought it out from underneath him but then penguin ran away and they're like, well, we invested hundreds of millions of dollars into that to keep their money clean. And it's not penguins to sell. And he's there to tell them that he's not into the money laundering business. So they can go screw themselves. And they, they point a lot of guns at him, as expected. But then he gets a phone call. He's like, sorry, I'm just going to take this. And he puts it, but he, but he uses a fancy projector phone. Instead of just putting it on speakerphone, he projects it out. And it's wingman. He's like, oh, I'll just give you a status report. And then uh, another projection comes in and shows like this plane targeting all of them, uh, somehow avoiding him. it's very specific plane. This he's in the same room as them and it's individually targeting all of them, uh, but he's fine. And it's like, well, I'll just give the word and you know, uh, and uh, we're ready to fire. Um, but obviously they're like, yeah, we're done here. Uh, they let him go, so he go- goes off home and uh that's it the the the, fi- the the final page of the issue is is miguel you know knocking on the the soundproof glass saying "Here, oh, okay cobblepot uh, a moment of your time and cobblepot is grinning like a maniac uh, to be expected uh, yeah this is uh, such a superfluous issue it felt like a uh, oh yeah i'm going to you know the, the whole thing of jason given that it's supposed to be his book his whole thing here is I'm gonna go and tell the uh, the crime families I'm not laundering their money, but that's about it. Uh, and then Miguel's got some terrible, terrible exposition, and somehow knows uh, penguins in there. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's fine though. Um, he never gets a chance to show off um, because it's very just uh, straightforward. A lot of people in rooms, conversations. There's uh, not 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 really any action. Um, bit of a boring issue. Uh, you know, even by this book standard, it's not crazy bad. It's not like the, the worst thing it's had. It's just a really dull issue. So I'll give it a 3.5.
0: Well, that was riveting stuff. Absolutely riveting. Uh, that's a riveting book. Well, <laughs> that'll take me on to the final book we're going to talk about this week, which is my other, my Patreon pick, which is X Men Issue 5, uh, written by Stanley, art by Jack Kirby. Don't get to say that very often no <laughs> i do not uh so if you remember at the end of the last issue i talked about uh xavier seemingly had lost his powers after the encounter with the 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 brotherhood um of evil mutants although i don't think anyone's calling them the brotherhood yet they're just calling them the evil mutants <laughs> i think um <laughs> uh, so they they bring Xavier back to the 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 mansion, the start of this, and the you know Jean's like telepath, sorry tele- telekinetically putting him on his bed because he's passed out from all the stress, uh as he as he does, um, and they're all just kind of freaking out because Jean's parents show up out of nowhere, <laughs> so they all have to quickly like, get themselves in civil 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 clothes, and you know angels like put these wings back, and they're all kind of rushing. <laughs> oh jeez god you yeah, this is funny. just th- this next page cracked me up just because how silly it is so they're showing them around various places in the mansion and they're showing them what's essentially the, the danger room right but they say oh this is our gymnasium but all the equipment's not arrived until next week just to kind of like pass it off as oh this is why it's empty or looks empty at least uh but when they leave the room the door kind of like shuts behind whoever's second last and or like yeah like whoever's walking out i think it's beast maybe who shuts the door behind him and scott's like no wait i'm not like you know don't shut the door because he's he's still in the room and the danger room's automatic system turns on and scott ends up having to fight his way through the training regime that beast is supposed to fight uh, all because someone shut the door on him it's so comical. It's just, like, just it's such a hijinks kind of level thing. Uh, but he eventually fights through it and he gets out. But shenanigans. Uh, and then the parents uh, leave. They're all happy. I can't believe my daughter got a scholarship to this wonderful school. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, they drive past uh, it's Mastermind. It's so quaint. It, it really <laughs> is. It really is. So they drive past uh, Mastermind who's looking for the X-Men but can't find them. And he's got a smartwatch on that Magneto's gave him. Uh, and he's like, Magneto, I can't find him. And he sends down a little plane thing that Quicksilver's mm-hmm. flying. And then we find out Magneto has got a, a base and an asteroid that's orbiting yeah. the Earth.
2: Asteroid M. What? Why wouldn't he? <laughs> Everyone knows asteroids are full of metal.
0: Oh, sure. Who, who yeah, built these satellite really dishes? Yeah, who built these satellite dishes, though? Who who stole all this crap?
1: Well, I mean, he has metal-bending powers. So he probably just pulled it from the...
0: Yeah. Mm. Alright, you know? alright. Sure, no, sure. Asteroid
1: M is one of my favorite X-Men things because it makes zero sense in the term of Magneto as a character, besides basically making him a Bond villain with an exotic lair. It's so uh, over
0: the top. Um,
1: it's so stupid, I love it.
0: So that's the way Quicksilver arrived. Toad tries to mess with them, and Magneto's like, stop bickering between yourselves, uh, you know, behave, and, you know, worship me, your leader. Blah blah blah. So, he's got a plan, though. He's gonna use Toad to try and lure in the X-Men. And just wait till you hear this plan. Which, for the record, works. Um, they, they, they. You know, they've got Xavier in his wheelchair. They've got a blanket over him. They're kind of treating him like a, you know, a sick old man because he he doesn't have his powers anymore. <laughs> and they're wa- they're watching, they're watching, uh, uh, you know, uh, running on TV. You know, like
1: uh, yeah, because that's what you do.
0: Yeah, they're, they're watching the, <laughs> the, the, the hundred meter, the four hundred meter, what whatever the Olympics is on. What year is it? Nineteen
1: sixty four.
0: I mean, it's an even year, so it could have been the Olympics. It could, it could have been. It depends. Well, I mean, 2000 was... So... 96... Uh, 92... You don't have to go all the way back, Matt. I think you could just sort of... Yeah. There was Olympics oh, it, in
2: 1964. There you go. They were, in, uh, they were in Japan.
0: Look at that. Nagano? Yeah. This isn't in Japan, oh. though. This, 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 is in, this is local enough trying I think. Well, I mean, it could be in Japan, I suppose. They don't mention them going to Japan. <laughs> um, but basically, they're watching the running, and lo and behold, there's someone in the race who's hopping along at superhuman mm. levels. That's very <laughs> odd. He must be a
1: mutant.
0: He must be a mutant. Maybe it was just a doping scandal. And. The expert are like, "Oh, the crowd have turned on him because they think he's cheating because he's a mutant." This is just like uh, the villain says: "Is that the fear is because they don't, you know, that they, they want to be superior." In fact, what was the line? that made... I thought it was weird. Oh god! Yeah. Anyway, so. In
1: Tokyo.
0: Uh, yeah, they, so they they jet off to the, uh, the stadium, and they save him and get him out. Uh, While some of the others hold off the crowd, they, they get in the car. They go driving off, and they actually end up having to like run down into like the subway, and they're on a train uh, in costume, surrounded by people, and they're all like, "You know what? Something's familiar about this guy. Something's really weird." Um, I feel like I've met you before. Wait a minute, the only mutant you have ever met who can jump around like that is Toad, and this is when Toad pulls off his face mask like a Scooby Doo episode, and he's like, "Blast you! I almost had you fooled!" And then he leaps it out the train.
1: those really meddling kids and your dog
0: Uh, so as they're chasing him though this is where basically lots of metal gates and stuff start wrapping around Angel and stuff, Magneto's here right so they're on their own and the whole big thing they've got here is that every time they've fought Magneto up until this point Xavier's been there to use his powers to help them uh, and they're on their own so as much as I'm, I'm, I'm picking apart some of the goofy elements of this, there's actually a nice progression here in that they're having to do this by themselves, so it's a nice bit of advancement for kids. them. Yeah.
1: they're kids. They rush into things and...
0: Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So they kidnap Angel. They've got him all wrapped up in metal and they run off with him. Um, Quicksilver's dodging Cyclops blasts and all sorts. Uh, action happens. Yes. Uh, so they get in their, their, their jet thing and fly up. Uh there um so and once again uh scarlet Witch is like what was it wasn't it was says that gets this uh yeah basically he's going to th- threaten to kill uh angel and scarlet which is like manito you can't mean that you told me that you would never ever descend to murder and i'm like scarlet w- wanda like what, what what about this would you sign up for yeah I'll, I'll, have
2: you met magneto
0: up until this point have you have you made you think that he wouldn't you know do such a thing um but yeah so basically like they've still got toad down there um and to- toads like got got a another smart watch on his wrist and it calls down essentially this capsule pod thing that flies down from the asteroid, so that he can go in. It's like it's almost like a flying elevator, just to take him back up to the asteroid. And the X Men all sneak in it, so they all got back up into the asteroid. Uh, and you know, there's some action with, um, you know, Mastermind. He's like making beasts think his legs are jelly or whatever, and it's not working um and they're all getting attacked by various things around the asteroid because there's a lot of metal traps that basically magneto employs like trap mode and everything starts trying to attack them um but they're fighting through it through it and whatever um again scarlet witch kind of says no magneto you mustn't kill them and he threatens scarlet witch then quicksilver's like no you will not attack my sister you prick even though I'm loyal to you because you saved their lives once, and now I owe you. I must serve you because of that. Because Cyclops actually tries to convince them to, like, change sides. Like, Quicksilver, join the X-Men! We're better than, you know, for you. We'll treat yeah, you right. That,
1: that comes later.
0: Yeah. Uh. And he's like, no, I don't trust you. You've fought me before. I'm like, yeah, because you were fighting alongside Magneto, and they were trying to save people. <laughs> Use some logic here, Quicksilver. Use some logic. Uh, so, yeah. Um... Yeah, there's a lot of action here, um, jumping around, all sorts. Uh, Magneto's got like a, a bomb that splits into a lot of spikes that they'll have to avoid at one point. Um, uh, Magneto does like, it basically does like a self-destruct thing that splits the asteroid in two, uh, which uh, Cyclops is almost going to get suffocated in space, but Bobby forms like a, a nice tunnel between the two halves of the now broken asteroid to protect them for a bit um but they get back down to earth um and the villains have gotten away but they've survived and they've got they've got angel back and they come back to this is the last page they come back to xavier and they're like oh xavier we need to give you a report a lot's happened he's like no need scott i was with you the whole time listening to your thoughts he's like your power's back he's like it was never lost i merely pretended to lose my power so that you would have to make decisions for yourself this was your final exam your training (laughs) phase is complete congratulations, my X-Men, and that's the end of this show.
1: They legit could have died multiple times because yep. he was faking. Yep. <laughs> God, Xavier is an asshole.
0: My favorite part of this, though, it's not even just that he pretended that his power was gone. He was acting like a sick old man, and they were like, feeding them and yeah. stuff in the wheelchair. And... You know, he was you know off on that. Uh,
1: I was never one of the Cyclops right people, but maybe he had a point. <laughs> maybe he just repressed all of this stuff and when he got the phoenix powers he was just like i've had enough of the old man he, he's
0: gone <laughs> uh yeah next issue uh we have uh, uh namor's showing up namanor yeah that my
1: friend famously called him
0: yeah special guest star issues I, I don't think it's his first appearance i think he's uh
1: no it's not his first appearance but i think yeah. it's when they reveal he's actually a mutant ah, okay yeah so yeah. Let's
0: see how that goes <laughs> there you go that's that's X five um you know so the goofy elements in this one were mostly fun nothing dated in like an offensive way there was no creepy pervin on Jean. there was no weird undertones or anything like that there was some silly storytelling but it was all kind of funny things but are it,
2: trending up then
0: yeah but it did actually kind of advance their plots a little bit and uh, they've all kind of graduated in a way so we'll see how that affects everything um, the probation period's over. They're now the X-Men. So good, good. Uh, I I will give this a solid eight out of ten. Again, time time period kind of you know contextual there. So there you go. Thanks for the number five. Uh, which does bring us on to the portion of the show where you pick our favourite stuff of the week. We do best panel slash moment, best art, best cover, and top five usually, although in this case I'll just be ranking all the books we read of the new books. Uh, so uh, best panel slash moment. I'm going to jump in just because I mentioned it already. My Aquaman one. Uh, the giant monster attacking the guy at the lighthouse. So good. Something was hunting them. So eerie, great atmosphere. Because most of that issue is so colourful and bright because he's back in the world again, so it has this very upbeat kind of feel to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that flashback has a great sense of foreboding doom to it. Uh, So I'm into it. Matt?
1: Mine's also from Aquaman, but it's going to be the beginning of the story, as told by Erica, Mm. at the very front. Uh, There's a page I'm trying to get to it. There's the, the opening page, the top panel with the ship. It just mm. the way the colors work with it. And it set me up. I'm like, oh, we're doing this now. Like, you know, I love history, so.
2: Yeah, that no, got Yeah, those are great choices. Uh, I might have gone with the monster one myself, but I'll do something different because uh, it's very done it. Uh, I'll go with the, the couple of panels on the top of the page in Justice League where you see Lex Grinning maniacally, because I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, I uh, I enjoyed that moment. You
1: essentially just did what Kevin did in the office <laughs> when him him and Oscar would play hate ball
0: because Angela hated it. <laughs> you just did that to beat. No, I'm vetoing that pick. Null and void. Um, yeah. Best cover of the week. What you got, Matt? Oh man.
1: I'm gonna go with the variant for Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, where he's running from some kind of creature.
2: Oh, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah. No, not a lot of great covers this week.
0: Well, a lot of books to pick from. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: but the problem is a lot of the variants are those single shots, and I don't think, you know, they're the headshots of the villains, and I don't think a lot of them are.
2: No, I agree with that. I, I actually think the the regular Aquaman cover. Uh, ignore pretty the head. banner at the top, I suppose, because that's not. They've just kind of stuck that on. Yeah. Um, but the actual cover of you know the Manta above him in the trench and the way it's kind of positioned off to the left and the text on the right oh, of the, the 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 rock.
0: I think that's uh, that's quite a nice cover. Yeah, I yeah I love a strong pick this week. I will probably agree with Matt and go with the Jimmy Olsen variant. You know what? I'm gonna change. It.
1: I didn't realize okay. this one, but the Dodsons did the uh, Justice, Justice League cover.
0: variant. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Cool. So I'm gonna change mine from. Uh... From, from Superman's Pal to the Dotsons.
0: Fair enough. I'll take your previous basically. pick. Because uh, oh, I have works. a strong feeling on the other ones. Um, Alright, best uh, art of the week then, Matt. Oh, I'm going to go with Jimmy Olsen. Connor? Jimmy Olsen. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was Jimmy Olsen or
1: Aquaman. I thought yeah, Aquaman's yeah. the
2: only one that puts up a fight. Yeah, I mean, Gerds is great in that Bat Batman. Yeah. but there's not enough it of just it. The back section. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and Justice League was two up and two down. You know.
0: Yep. No, I agree. Yeah. So, uh, rank your books then, Matt. Go. Uh, number one is Aquaman.
1: Two is Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. I had to make a decision there. Um, and three is Justice League, and then. Four is nothing and five
2: is Batman. <laughs> Connor. Uh, Jimmy Olsen, Aquaman, Justice League, and nothing else happened. Yeah, so Batman's four then,
0: that's fine. I don't uh,
2: know. If can have it at five, I can have it at six, so therefore it's not on the no, list. No, he
0: did something different. I'm going to give it to him just for the joke. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm putting Aquaman at number one. Uh, I then put Jimmy Olsen at number two. I'll put Batman at number three over Justice League honestly you're a terrible person so just sees number four so deals with it i guess <laughs> deals with uh uh so what is coming next week then um we did some counting earlier on as to what was coming um we got action comics 1013 we have mm-hmm. batgirl 37 so that's back on track uh, is Batman... the first of the new writer i think it is batman yep. beyond yep. 34 is out although we don't cover that book uh no. batman curse of the white knight issue one is out
1: i'm stoked for that
0: yeah i'm sure you are um i read all the last one maybe i will read this i don't know i'll see i'll see how i feel next week that, that uh the variant cover the variant
2: with oh. asriel I don't even like Azrael that much, but holy no. crap, that cover.
1: Azrael is one of those characters that kind of sucks as a character, but makes a great image. Like, he's kind of Boba Fett that way. <laughs> yeah. Right? You're like, oh, who's this dude? Oh, he kind of actually sucks, but he looks cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'll see how I'm feeling if I read that or not. See how times treating me. I him. mean,
1: you always could just read Detective Comics 1008, which is also
0: out. That is out, although we have all dropped it, seemingly, so until until someone else is on it uh H for hero issue five is out we got the flash 75 is out so that's an anniversary issue oh, expect Christ. a bigger yeah, Do you know yeah another? The variant? i
2: forgot that it was extra long yeah i'm like oh yeah, yeah last time only one more issue left of <laughs> you yeah. it's
0: like it's double length damn it uh we got freedom fighters issue seven out uh yep. next week uh we have just sleep dark 13 we got martian manhunter issue 7 although i think none of us are reading that anymore no uh oh, that's a reprint never mind that uh yeah. we have the terrifics number 18 and we finally have wonder woman 75 which again bigger issue uh for the um, 75
1: i have seen was on the variant for the terrifics uh it's bizarro
0: interesting Is bizarre yeah. going to be an issue then i wonder
2: I do but they... Or is, they, it, in or the... is it just because it's, uh, it's a Year of the Villain uh, variant? Like, yeah, so... but they
0: also have the Bizarro
1: Terrifics where almost the most dangerous things in the universe from oh, the Solicit. It's a new arc, isn't
0: It's a new arc, I'm starting. So. Or is it the end of the current arc? I don't know. That's the end of the current arc. The current arc. All right. There you go. Maybe you just get mm-hmm. Bizarro at the end of their shoot doing the offer thing, but he's in the next arc, so that's how they're justifying it. You
1: yeah. know it would be great if they, because it's Bizarro, they do it at the front.
0: that's pretty good actually
1: i and i could see yang doing that because he does he does understand superman
2: on a different level i can see editorial vetoing that idea just because like, no, (sighs) we want people to get sucked into
0: the story and this at the end but Uh, that's pretty funny um all right uh, that's what's coming next week so there you go that's uh that's that's basically just one six four episode episode one six four. Yep. that's about right. Yeah, look at us, look at us going high up in the numbers. Um, where was the last time Marvel had one hundred sixty four straight issues or something? It's been a while. At least a decade. Yeah, it's been a while. Hell, when was the last time DC had one hundred sixty four straight issues or something? It's also been a while. Yeah, yeah but we're, we're on track. Yes. Because they're not they're not renumbering
2: Batman at uh, eighty six. Surely that are the carry it on uh yeah oh, you know, i we'll
1: see. i could see them doing that i could see them because they've renumbered some of the
0: other ones when they've relaunched during rebook yep. justice league they re-numbers. have
1: they have yep. wonder woman didn't though. and then and then you have whatever volume this is a batman being the king volume actually it wouldn't be bad for for an omni or whatever two omnis however many issues are in an omni
2: yeah, it's probably two, maybe three smaller ones, depending yeah. on how much they wanted to do with it. But
1: I can, I can see it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe one day we'll have episode of a thousand. We we'll have to do something really special. <laughs> like, how do we celebrate our one thousand? <laughs> <I hope not. laughs>
1: wait, you, you realize? Oh wait, that's weekly. Never mind. I was like, it took. <laughs> it took actually a thousand
0: eighty years to get to a thousand yeah we're weekly though Matt we get there quicker. Yeah.
1: So we're, there's divide it by four then.
0: We're knocking out fifty-two a year.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, oh. so that's a hundred every two years. So that's still like
0: twenty years. Twenty years, yeah. So we'll get seventeen left. All right. Good. By
1: that by that time I'll just send my life model decoy in. <laughs>
0: Oh <laughs> uh, dear.
1: Granted there still is an earth, but <laughs> in that many years. <laughs> yeah.
0: <sighs> yeah. Um we'll all be Mal Malby, will You'll be, you be 15 seventeen years, Matt. Yeah. You will I'm be thirty-three. 17. There you go. Yeah. Well, ho- hopefully it'll consider your birthday. We'll have we'll have the thousandth <laughs> episode with Matt's 50th <laughs> <laughs> celebration. <laughs> I'm, I'm still doing this 50 by fifty. 50
1: There's a problem.
0: <laughs> oh dear! It could just be we very um, successful, man. That's all it could mean.
1: If, if that's the case, cool. If I'm <laughs> doing it from my boat, then yes. <laughs>
0: <Like>. <laughs> oh dear! May have to be doing it from a boat if the rising sea levels keep going.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In international waters.
0: <laughs> the only law I'm under is matlaw. <laughs> buy that's a terrifying
2: roof. concept.
1: Oh, I know.
2: Uh, That's how my house runs right now. Did, it, did anyone check if there was any other news? I, I didn't. No, no I've, I don't.
1: I've been checking periodically, and nothing's really come up. I mean, just stuff that we kind of already
0: knew. Yeah. Um, to, me, to be fair, though, it's games. still it's relatively early in the day still for uh, yeah. San Diego's time zone. So
2: it is. It is. I'm just checking that nothing <sighs> kind of yeah i think uh, the only thing i've seen is that uh during that uh year of the villain panel they were saying uh, they're talking about a building towards um another event next year and basically did everything to hint at it being crisis uh, a crisis without actually saying it's a crisis
0: crisis that'll be our second crisis in terms of name Ten. first true crisis For- well, see, so this is the weird thing. I would argue that uh, Metal was kind of a proper crisis, it just wasn't called Crisis, and then Heroes in Crisis was a crisis, but not really a crisis, but it was named a crisis.
2: The bloody crisis to read.
0: <laughs> hey, you're say shit, I didn't even read it all. <laughs>
2: That's how bad it was.
0: So, some of us struggled through to the bitter end out of loyalty to our fans.
2: I have self respect.
0: Bitter end. Yeah, you finished it, Matt. You get points. <laughs> I got a thumbs up there for the audio listeners.
2: Yeah, he's, yep. Matt, Matt's checked out now. He's he's on his phone.
0: Yeah, if he gets, he's on he's on a radio show sometimes. Up uh... in insane language. All right, uh, that is my episode one six four of Comics from the Multiverse. Uh, I we'll wish back... I was
1: versed in American Sign Language. I'd be doing it right now. Uh,
0: we'll Y'all would back... know what
1: I was saying. Just looks at like
0: that we'll be back next week with solicits I would imagine for October uh, I really and... hope so going into week four yeah so we'll we'll be back with that and the books we mentioned uh, and whatever shenanigans we end up talking about at the start because we always do because I imagine there'll be almost no news I mean there's some news today not we can talk about that next week but uh, I imagine there'll be less news next week so hey have fun uh, with uh, I think about Comic Con uh obviously you can support the show by going to patreon patreon.com slash tv if you want to support us you can do it over there for as little as one dollar per month and keep things going uh me and connor changed the monthly show that we used to do on there at the five dollar tier to a weekly show at the one dollar tier which will be starting in the next couple of weeks uh, we're going to be working through issues of gotham central one per week so you get that for one dollar per month uh, and theoretically get four of them per month
2: maybe in five some might like, some months
0: yeah, if you get five, five, five. Uh, I don't know what
2: day you're, you're going to put them out on, but eventually, whatever. assuming it's a yeah. consistent day, there's going to be some months with five of them.
0: That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Uh, so you can go over and get that. Uh, you get bonuses and stuff for other shows we do as well. Uh, you can, of course, like and subscribe and comment. Let us know what you thought of the books. Uh, remember, if you want to ask questions, you can do that at the new email address, which is mftvquestions at com. And you just put the uh, comments from the multiverse in the subject box so that we know it's for this show. And uh, you can ask big long questions there if you want. And we'll pick some next time. We need some probably on the week five uh, this month, I would imagine. That said, we have no
2: idea what's actually on the week five. We, we don't. Looked, so there might be more than we expect because occasionally there is.
0: Yeah, although last time it was like Doomsday Clock and Heroes in Crisis. I feel like this time it's going to be less. <laughs> probably.
2: I like, I think that week five in October, I don't think we're gonna need any.
0: <laughs> very possibly, very possibly. Uh so yeah, go go and uh, check out all those things out. Um and get us on Twitter of course at DC Comics Podcast for updates and retweets of news things and whatever else we do on there. Uh but otherwise that is that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep reading DC Comics, guys, but remember to never get lost in the speed force
1: along with the Legion.